Decide the topic. From love chat for Matt to the hate in your heart. I can't believe it. There are no limits. You can be nice. I love pleasure. You can be mean. I don't give a fuck. Or you can blow it all up. Oh my God! Every Wednesday at 9. It gets crazy when you get their number and you can call them maybe. And now, here they are, Matt Christensen and Blonde. Hello and welcome to the show. It is the call-in show, the show where you get our number and we are at your mercy. Hello, Blonde. Hi. Uh, Anything on your mind? Any banter before we hop into the uh, rules and the calls? This is not alcohol. It's Martinelli's apple cider. No alcohol, just apple. Is that your Sprite substitute? Yeah. Fair enough. I don't know if um, they're, they're, I like their, their apple, their sparkling apple and grape stuff. That's good Mm. stuff for like Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know? Yeah. Anyway, fascinating sparkling beverage talk. I know. Uh, Welcome to the call-in show. If you are new, there is a link to the, if you want to participate, that is. There's a link to the Discord server on which we host the show in the YouTube description. Hop in the Discord server, put your name in the roll call. We go on a first-come, first-serve basis. Uh, Try to keep your call to about two or three minutes as a gesture of courtesy to your fellow callers. We will take as many calls as we can. We'll take Super Chat breaks every half hour. Check in with uh, DLive, YouTube, and Streamlabs. And then we'll uh, catch up on... uh, If if you'd like to participate in the show, you can't do it live. Send us uh, a question via email and I'm, I'm installing a new rule tonight to make things easier for myself and for us. Uh, call in show questions exclusively sent to beauty in the beta gmail.com. It's the only place we can take them. So oh, okay. Are people emailing you? Sometimes they come to my inbox. Sometimes I get them through Twitter. Sometimes like they're just, they're going to too many places and I just want them in one nice clean place. Also so, I'm instituting this rule. No more call in show comments. It's got to be a question. It's, gotta, it's, it's just Jeopardy. It's got to be uh, in the form yeah. of a question. All right. Or at least, uh, I don't know, it's got to have a conversational angle, something for us to respond to. How Questions only. I'm making a unilateral decision. Here. Fine. Fair enough. Uh, <laughs> so we will get to those uh, at the, uh, at the, in the last half hour of the stream tonight. And, uh, and I think that's it. We'll, we'll hop right into calls. Let's see. You feeling generous? No, never. Mm, okay. Well, we had two people one minute early. You want to punish them? Should they be punished? I'm giving you the exclusive call. No, no more punishment. Okay. Well, maybe we'll, let's just be ultra quick here. We'll be kind, but ultra quick. Egrin, you're good to go. Hi. Do you hear? Egrin? Nope. I don't have anything. Let's try Red Falcor. Let's see. Where is Red Falcor? Red Falcor, I don't have you in a waiting room either, so probably we'll have to catch you next time, man. Uh, Orwell's Ghost. We'll try Orwell's Ghost. Orwell's Ghost, you're good to go. Okay. Um, oh, I can hear you. Sweet. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, uh, so just real quick, Blonde, I asked you last week, I asked your husband, or I asked you to ask your husband who the... Uh, who the most unpopular commandant was you probably forgot i promptly forgot <laughs> that's all right that's fine uh actually this week i kind of had a question um so it seems to me that like this kind of groiper movement i've just been thinking about i've been i've been reading a book about english history on the monarch and 
I'm interested to know, because Bond, you've done a couple of videos really about culture, and mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm curious to know as to what like what this infatuation is. I feel like you'll probably have a better insight uh, what this infatuation is with like kind of these these groipers and the American right with this sense that their culture comes from Europe. Well, that's not really an obsession. That's that's objectively true. <clears throat> By 1820, 80 to 85 percent of Americans could trace directly trace their lineage back to one of the original settlers right. who were all Europeans. No, um, yeah, and, I mean, and, I, 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 sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I just want oh, to no, say sorry. I understand, like, I, I understand the kind of the the the, the racial inference, and and and, but my my thing is. As, I, as I've come to kind of like understand this a little bit better, it seems to me that really our culture is kind of stemmed in 800 years of like English common law and English jurisprudence. I mean, I think that's it's kind of obvious is that's the country that we were kind of spawned from. But I think there's I, I've kind of I can think that there's a little bit too much emphasis on on just Europe as kind of a monolith vice England. Um, you mean culturally or ethnically? You mean culturally, don't you? I, well, well, I mean culturally and culturally and ethnically. I mean eth- ethnicity is 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 you know it's it's a conglomeration of race, uh, you know, race, culture, uh, society, or governments. Excuse me, and uh, language. So, I'm just interested into that. I don't know. What do you think, Skag? Uh, I guess I'm not 100 percent clear on the question. Are you saying that the the they are too folk. Are you saying, I guess, is your criticism that they're focused on Europe as opposed to England specifically, or that it's misguided to trace our philosophical lineage to Europe? What, yes, what's the, what's I think, the criticism? I, 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 I think the criticism is that they're so heavily focused on Europe that I think a lot of these guys don't realize that, that there is kind of this, there is a, a bit of, well, no, there's a lot of historical um ex you know exclusivity between europe and england yeah maybe there's an argument to be made i certainly don't think i'm not an expert on european politics i'm shooting from the hip here but yeah, it would it would seem to me that as a you know an outside observer there's plenty of europe that certainly does not follow the the english tradition that spawned our country but we're also centuries away from that now too right. I don't know. I, I think even I think even England has lost their way on a lot of the <laughs> classic liberal values. Especially England has. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, you take your pick. Germany, France, England, whatever. We're arguably doing a better job of I think the US retaining has, our cultural integrity and we're totally paused. Yeah, I think <laughs> the US has upheld the philosophy far better, and I think we're still far away from where we should be. Or at least we've strayed. Uh, yeah. Did we answer your question? And, and we I gotta give that, you the boot, but Sorry. Yeah, I, I was just gonna. If I can just make a last, I, I think I think I agree with you guys. I think that they they focus. I think they just. I think they focus way too much on the racial aspect of it rather than kind of the the the. I, and I hate to I hate to put it like that, but just the racial aspect as opposed to like the kind of philosophical aspect. Yeah, I mean, I wish I didn't think that those two things weren't so uh, inextricably linked, but I, but I really think that they I, are. So I'm kind of in a jam about that. Well, and I, yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, no, no. Yeah, go ahead. 
I mean, I, I don't see a reason why they have to be. And in an ideal world, I, I wouldn't want them to be. I want everyone to adopt the values and the philosophies that are proven to succeed. Not the, other side of, the other side of that coin is I also can't deny that there are plenty of parts of the world that, for whatever reason, don't want that, refuse that, don't agree with those values or that philosophy. I mean, that's a reality, too, that, I, yeah. that you just have to accept as the way the world works. Maybe, the, I mean, that's no, there's no reason it couldn't improve in the future, but... Certainly, we've got a long way to go. Yeah. Hey, look, I, 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 I don't want to keep you guys. I appreciate talking to you guys next week. Sure. Thanks, ma'am. Bye. All Thanks. right. Yep. Thank you. I do look really yellow. Look at my hands. Yeah, this is Simpsons blonde or something like that. Because I have all it's yellow a, light in here. Because yeah, I it's a really yellow light. Yeah. I'm not Asian, guys. <laughs> I forgot about that angle. Yeah. Let's try. Uh, let's try legalize. I don't want to talk about porn with anybody. Don't well, don't say that because then they're all going to jump in here and want to talk well, porn. They're talking it's about either, the live chat. I just... It's either that or fountain pens. Well, <sighs> so porn should be banned. But that's that's. I was actually going to take a break from serious topics like like fountain pens to actually right. uh, talk about something different. So, how much do you think fake statistics get brought into um, political discussions, specifically on the right? Um, I'm, how much you mean? Just like a general term, like frequently, infrequently. I yeah, mean, generally. I don't know that it's a problem. I, I wouldn't be prepared to say that it's like yeah, a problem of any political perspective, but I would say all the time. All the time. Yeah. All right. Yeah, because that is definitely true. Because so for the last few months, I've been doing it in this server a little bit, but people know I'm joking because I troll in this server too much. But um, for the last couple months, I've been in a bunch of far right discords on my alternate discord accounts. And mm -hmm. I've been just putting just you just put a fake image and, and see what happens. And it, it's crazy how fast it gets accepted. It kind of makes me question all the statistics I hear from people because it's super easy. In well, like a week, I got like a bunch of people to start using like a bunch of fake statistics. And it's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> Uh, I wonder, like, I, I bet not a lot are actually just entirely fabricated, like made up as, as you're describing, but there are certain, I don't think that our, I don't think our academic environment is anywhere near as objective as it as could As people make it out be. to be. Oh, I actually was just dealing and, with a fake statistic today. Um, so as you guys know, I'm pregnant. I hear on the right all the time, this statistic that 90% of your eggs are dead by the time you're 30. Now, that is true, but we also do this on the right all the time. We provide statistics without any connotation. That's true, but people don't mention that 75% of your eggs are gone by the time you start your period. Um, so There's it's that like things like too, that. Yeah. It's like I'm, I'm constantly hearing statistics mm -hmm. where I'm like, well, that's, that's technically true, but like the context surrounding it is also important. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, I'm sure there's a lot of that too. So I, I would say, I would guess that there's probably not a lot of outright fabrication, but there's certainly bias in academia yeah. that produces results that they want to produce. And then there's the situation you're describing where a statistic can be accurate, but it is also contextually incomplete. Yeah. Yeah. It, in, it, I, I feel like direct fabrication would probably be a lot easier, especially when All right, they do base your little it on a real study and then they just manipulate some stuff. Do because for example, we got to wrap it up. All right. I'll, la last thing. So in, just an example in this server, I just went on Google sheets, made a quick with random numbers to prove some random race thing. Right. 
and people just didn't question it. I literally had the uh, the DMV as the citation, right? And just no <laughs> okay. one questions it. No, and this has happened in other places. So I think there's definitely like efforts, especially from like left leaning people, to implement this stuff, and that kind of shows this whole uh, cultural shift. I, I, it's it's crazy. Are you really anyway. going to do a call without a, a fountain pen reference? I know. Or- well, well, here's the deal. Here's hurry the deal. up. Oh my sometimes, god. Sometimes you have to go down to less important things because issues like what facts. Okay, what fountain pens? You know what I mean. But sometimes you gotta take a break from the quality stuff. You know. All right. All right. You, you, you get a pass. I, I thought he was gonna take some angle. Like minorities know, are responsible for eighty percent of the 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 manufacturing errors in fountain pens or something oh, like that my God, i'm so dumb like my, my pregnancy <laughs> brain has made me retarded i just said connotation when i meant to say context and then on sunday show i meant to say mnemonic device mm-hmm. i said pneumatic device yeah well it's really uh, dumb i've look, gotten really fat, dumb you're gonna make mistakes but i don't want to make any mistakes you're gonna uh okay lamentations up next What's up? Lamentations, you're good to go. Hey. Hey, guys. Um, So I'm not here to talk about any of the classic stuff, I guess. Hmm. Um, My question or, I don't know, thought for the night um, is in regards to police and kind of the uh, contracting out of violence or unpleasant duties that society does. Yeah. Hmm. about f- five years ago, uh, I was working security in an emergency department. Um, you know, not not too violent, but we were generally going hands-on, I don't know, probably five to ten times a week. Um, and I was very surprised with people, with onlookers who would get very uncomfortable with even the idea that, okay, two guys are going to just carry somebody outside. and Nope, it's time for you to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and this kind of ties into the way that police seem to get treated these days in regards to them dealing with the homeless population or transients, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think that people, you run into a problem, a, a cycle where they stop, uh, they stop performing that action and then they stop understanding that action and then what, you mean, what do you like mean the when ferguson he's... effect where people stop becoming police officers because they get treated like no garbage? well that too i mean that's that's definitely a thing but just cool. someone looking on who has never been in a fight um you know 20 years ago mm. you ask someone when was the last time you you know where have you ever been in a fight if you if somebody said no they were what do you mean you've never been in a fight you better yeah. fight me right now fight. sure yeah come on <laughs> yeah some people have lost all their fights, but that's not the same thing. Hmm. Um, but now there's just a very significant lack of comfort with the even the concept of violence, um, I think, which has led to, well, why, why are those police, why are there five cops on top of this one person? Well, he's got five limbs, and even then he's got teeth. How do you control him if, yeah. you're, not, if you're not willing to do that? Um, just, yeah, I mean, I, I think I think at some level we're right to be skeptical of use of force. I think that's a good value to have. We don't we don't want unjustified use of force in any context, whether it's police or citizen on citizen. 
But I do think we've probably gone too far as a culture in yeah, assuming that any and all force is automatically unjustified because I, it's I not. Certainly. I mean, yeah. whether it's removing a belligerent person from a, a hospital like you're talking about or whether it's somebody who has just punched a police officer in the face and is now being arrested. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. certainly, I certainly agree with that skepticism. Uh, that's the way you keep people from becoming too comfortable with Oh yeah, no, he's just got a couple of broken ribs afterwards. Eh, shit happens. Hmm. Um, anyway. Yeah, I, yeah, and the the, uh, <laughs> the you do see it a lot in the in the homeless context as you're talking about too. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, you, you look no further than than San Francisco, New York, p- places where you, where this problem just keeps compounding yep. because My of a refusal city, to uh, enforce. Yep. It's getting worse here too, and it will continue to do so. Hmm. All right. Any final thoughts before we let you go? Uh, no, not really. Unless you want another Discord meme. <laughs> uh, well, if you want, if you want it, go for it. Oh, it would have just been another fountain pen comment, or <laughs> a, uh... well, then get the hell out of here. <laughs> See you later. Take... I don't know why right. this makes me so mad. The, what the fountain pen thing? The thing is, the thing with the, the memes that emerge, you just got to ride the wave, man. The more you resist, the more it inspires people to carry it on. So if you really don't like a particular meme that's trendy, just let it run its course. And then a new one will emerge. Oh, you're so but if you say, I hate fountain pens, don't ever talk about them. Get yeah, ready for an entire them. show of fountain pens. Myth, you're good to go, man. Well, Blonde, you're so mad about the, these fountain pen things, but you're not mad about all these, like, uh, um, Nat socks invading the server. Uh, Nat socks? What's what? National Socialists. Oh. Hilarians. Oh, are they really uh, in the server? Uh, who do you think Kevin is? Yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed <laughs> to do about this? I'm not banning people from the server. Unless no, they no, talk no, shit no. on me, then ban for I, life. I know. I don't but, ban yeah, but, fountain. But, Fountain I don't, pen talk. I don't ban I, Nazi I, talk. I, I don't, don't ban think, commie talk. Hey, hey, I don't ban anything either. I don't think we should. I'm just saying, Matt, uh, <laughs> Blonde's mad about fountain pens, but <laughs> all right. I didn't mean to bring this up. Um, I got in here <laughs> earlier than I thought I would, but uh, I don't know. Uh, wh- it's because the Nat social socialist thing is like it's more how... interesting to me than fountain pens. That's really why it makes me so mad. Cause it's so boring. <laughs> It's kind of blonde. Blonde's just going full out and admitting she's pregnant now. So I am. Uh, I mean, what what's up with your camera tonight? Um, I'm in a room with a lot of yellow lighting because I feel (laughs) a little sick, and so I did not put on my lighting kit. So it's just lamps everywhere. Got it. Um. Well, I I wanted to talk about um. uh, What What do you guys uh, think? the line is between um i i had this topic a couple weeks ago but i never uh, got to bring it up um but what what do you think the point is where civil disobedience is better than the obstruction because you look at the case where like these climate change protesters they stand on the train or they block streets what's the point in which civil disobedience and which obstructing people is better than the obstruction where's that line drawn when it inconveniences me personally (laughs) <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sure. I understand the line between. Uh, well, so, when is obstruction well, okay? Is that what you're asking? It, yeah, yeah. Where Where's the point where that's justified? Uh, in my mind, basically never. Like just to express your political opinion. Yeah, obstructing other people's movement, obstructing other people's business, 
no, that's, I don't think that that falls within any kind of speech right. That's infringing on other people's rights at that point. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't say like blocking the roads infringing on anybody's right. Oh, absolutely. That's you're, you're, it's like, it's like me standing. If I, if I am just standing in front of you as you're trying to go about your business and I'm in your face obstructing you everywhere you try to go. Yeah. You're, you're, you're just, you're being, uh, you're yeah. being intrusive. And so, uh, you you pay for public road maintenance, which includes mm. being able to use those roads to get to and from your place of business or wherever the fuck else you're going. Doesn't really matter. There, there there's never a point in which civil disobedience is okay to you. Uh, not really. No, uh, I mean, so um, what, I'm trying to think about, of an example. Like, in, maybe in some the, kind of urgent the, circumstance or something. In the um, face of violence, um, I, do you think you should fight violence uh, with violence? I guess. Sure, that's yeah, self-defense. But in what way? In what case would you obstruct innocent people in self-defense? I'm I'm just saying maybe a better way of like um the if the government's restricting your rights and maybe not like it's a, not an intimate threat but whether them pursuing that with violence civil disobedience would be a better option. I just don't am I supposed to go obstruct other people going about their lives because of the uh, government's well, injustice that doesn't make not, a lot of sense not to necessarily me. i mean you can obstruct like a public building right and that that would still inconvenience a lot of people. Yeah, i don't think that's justified personally. I mean, you're, um, you're just violating the rights of other people at that point. Even if your rights are, rights are being violated, I think self-defense is justified against the aggressor. But the people you're talking about aren't aggressors against you. They're just, they're just bystanders. Like, I mean, like government officials, but then uh, like... Maybe, at, maybe at, there should be... I'm ending this. At the point this. of obstructing no. government officials, then you'd also be obstructing other people. Yeah, I think, I think you should be precise... In in uh, in order to have any kind of self defense angle on this, or any kind of um, like any kind of angle of sticking up against those who are actually violating your rights, you need to be precise against the aggressors, not just random people who haven't done anything to you. That would be my stance. Okay. Um, so so what about if someone? Nope. Uh, nope. Like, get out. Is, nope. Gotta we'll go. Give them last, we'll give them last one. Okay. Okay. Um, the subscribe to BD in the beta clips. <laughs> <laughs> right, thanks, man. Dangerous spaces is up next. Dangerous spaces, you're good to go. Hi. Hey. Just give me a second to turn everything off. Sure. Oh, we have a super chat question. I have to do in your presence, or it's not going to make any sense. Right, yeah. Specifically for dangerous spaces, or no? What? But we'll never get the real answer unless we're also talking to dangerous spaces. Okay. Okay, this is from Gannon. I won't take this off your two minutes. Let me turn off the timer. Um, this is from Gannon. Now that you both have received some excellent strain language lessons from Dangerous Spaces this year, mm. please complete your graduation assessment by translating the following paragraph. Robbo is such a bogan. After Smoko, he took his ute through the bottle where he picked up some VB and Bundy. Later, <laughs> that Arvo, he lobbed up to a huge shindig in Brist's Vegas where he sculled the Bundy, got totally blind, and then choked up in his esky. To me, this sounds like somebody smoked, weed, drank, went to a party, and then puked. I can't even... It's too long for me to even follow what happened. Yeah, there was too many. I missed the first word. I think that was supposed to be an Australian slang. I missed the first word, but uh, there was things like servo was service station or, or uh, gas station, I think you guys call it. Hmm. Um, 
Bottle O is, I don't know what you guys would call it, but where you basically where you go buy alcohol. Like a liquor store? Yeah, there you, you go. You guys liquor call store, liquor yeah. stores yeah. Bottle O's? That's, that's, so that's kind of cool. That is cool. <laughs> well, yeah, because we're very creative and we go, what do we call the place with, you know, all the bottles and stuff? Uh, yeah. Bottle O. Yep, there yeah. we go. That sounds yeah. good. Hmm. We tend to do that. We're very basic in the way we name things. I like it. All, all right, right. Sorry. What's on your mind? We have a well. Just to give you a quick example, we have a soap opera called Neighbors, which, if you really think about, it, I'm sure you can guess what it's about. Neighbors. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Very, very <laughs> good <yeah>. guess. <laughs> Any, anyway, um, yeah. So I'm kind of torn because there's two people I want to talk about, and I figure probably only have time for one. Either yeah. Don Lemon kind of losing his mind on air, or just becoming. Uh, unable to speak or AOC and the stupid thing. Oh, this said. AOC thing. I'm a hundred percent going to talk about. I didn't, I saw the text of it, but then you sent me the video. Yeah. I'm definitely going to talk about, talk about that. Give me a TLDR okay. though. Okay. All right. So okay. explain it to blonde. We'll definitely talk about, we'll play the clip on Sunday. Cause it's fucking insanity. Like, well, this is, the, this might be the stupidest thing she's ever said. Whoa. Well, well uh, I don't know. Blonde. I, I'm, I tend to agree. And I know that's a pretty high bar, low bar. It depends on how you view it. Right, but the two things with the AOC, the smugness of, oh, Amazon's coming back annoys me oh, as well. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Because she's like, we gave them 1,500 jobs. They were promising a permanent place of and 25,000. 25, yeah. What are you talking about? But this other thing, she compared maternity leave to when dogs have newborn puppies. Yeah. And how long the newborn puppies stay with the mothers. And she said our society values puppies and dogs more than moms because we don't have a national maternity leave mandating like eight weeks of paid leave. Well, I'm with her, but the answer is just for women to um, leave the workforce. Yeah, well, the, <laughs> the, thing, the thing that pissed me off about it is like, these are all your choices. A society doesn't devalue women being moms. It's just perhaps... Maybe you have to choose between being a stay-at-home mom or a, a worker or a corporate, you know, whatever, a corporate right. leader. Yeah. Maybe there are choices. Maybe you can't have it all. And, and maybe if you really want to be a mom and do that, maybe a, a family situation in which dad is the breadwinner would be the best arrangement. Right. These are all free choices. We don't need government cram down. And then just get a stay-at-home job where you hitch your wagon to somebody that's much more ambitious and then let <laughs> them run a podcast that you just show up to. The the other amazing thing that blows my mind is that she's very she seems to be very anti-big business like Amazon. Hmm. But if she's going to try and inform, and I don't know if she's intending this to be government or if it's private business, but if she's intending to pro for private business to be able to pay a huge amount of maternity leave. Guess what kind of businesses that's going to kill off because they just can't afford to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's we, we talk uh, talk about on this show as much as I'd like to hire um, some help around here, and maybe we can do that in next year and future years. Have some assistant to help me with some stuff. Am I going to hire some young lady and pay her maternity? Like, if the government told me you must pay her to have say two months of non-productive time. I'll just do it myself. Or hire a man. Like, why? If you think that it's going to benefit women, it's going to make it much harder. Yeah, it's yeah, it's such nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I, but I'm taking last word because I'm selfish. Um, <clears throat> but I do think that it's bullshit that we have pushed we've pushed families into situations where they now rely on two incomes, 
and then women don't get maternity leave. Like in an ideal situation, we would move back, we would trend back to a traditional society where people could do stuff on one income, where yeah. real estate wasn't well, so astronomically expensive. Like a lot of women do have to work. I don't think that most maybe, women do. But I, I think the most credible argument on why these things exist is mostly because of government cramdowns. Yeah. Mostly probably. because we've we've for one, the, the point you're talking about, we've tricked a whole generation of women into believing that fulfillment is is staying at the office. And then secondly, we've every, everything we talk about being so expensive, housing, college, uh, um, health care. These are all the things where government is involved the most and right. subsidizes the most. Yeah. Lo and behold, they're also the more expensive. I can't believe it. We must need, we must need more government cram downs to make things more affordable. Yeah. That's, I mean, I've said it before, but in the fifties, like a plumber could afford to own his own home and raise his five children and have his wife be a stay at home mom. Yeah. Um, thanks. Dangerous spaces. Thanks, man. Sorry. <laughs> no worries. Uh, let's see. Let's take one more before we take a break. Old man hound. Yeah. You got to hear the clip to get the full effect. It is so much stupid in like 30 seconds. It's jaw dropping. What's up? Old man hound. Hello. Hi there. Hi. What's on your mind? I was thinking about statistics again. You know, a lot of the stuff about um, the transsexual movement as well as other things like that. You know, the the um, American Psychological Association is bending over backwards to try to get as many studies done as possible to verify basically whatever the current theme is. Uh, are you still there? You cut out for me. Oh, uh, I mean, a lot of uh, psychology organizations are bending over backwards to justify all this behavior with studies. Yeah, sure. It's kind of scary. I mean, like a lot of this stuff is, you know, 10 years old at tops and people are justifying it with like what they claim is good science. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you have examples you want to discuss or, or an angle on it? I don't know if I lost him. I don't know. I'm just me. bouncing off legalized. Uh, no, I was just, I was just wanted to, wanted to talk about how, uh, one of the things I feel like psychology studies are the worst, like that a lot of psychology studies are used to justify teaching methods or like male female relationship methods, yeah. things like that. Yeah. And they're used to pave the way for progressive change. Yeah. And I made a video about this a long time ago, but establishing causation. And we were talking about this with the porn thing earlier, Matt. Establishing causation is virtually impossible it's it's really really hard to do like we can only look at greater societal trends and be like this might be a factor this might be a factor all of these things might be a factor one might be a you know way more than the other but there's really no way of actually knowing which makes me think that yeah. most of the studies that we delve into that aren't like crime statistics and demographics are probably bullshit the one thing that you want to show in any social science and i i don't have any history in psychology you know take my word with a grain of salt, but I, I suspect based on what I've seen, anytime you're doing any study, any social, any hard science or social science, what you want is reliability. What you yeah. want is for anybody to be able to take your methods, conduct the same experiment and get similar or the same results. And I don't know, I bet it's out there. I wonder if anyone has actually like just tested a broad swath of psych studies for reliability. And just see if results, how similar results. I'm going to guess. I don't want to pick on psych because 
there's a lot of social sciences in which this is a problem. But I'm going to guess reliability in the social sciences, especially, and I say this as a social science person, it's probably pretty low. Yeah. Uh, and that's another reason you should take these things with a grain of salt, not only because they might be politically driven, but because it just depends on, say, the questions that you ask to what group. Rephrase the question, different answer, ask it to a different group of people, different answer. The, yeah, I, I think that a lot of this stuff is malleable to get the sort of political answers that you want, which is what you're I talking agree. about. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. And I think it's interesting that none of these studies seem to just like ask the simple question. Like we used to do this a different way 20 years ago, 60 years ago, 100 years ago. And like, say, you know, this this school was super successful using this really traditional method. Well, hmm. would that be the right way to do it again? And nobody asked that question. Yeah, I, uh, well, I think we'll probably watch uh, an academic bubble burst sometime in, I don't know, next next decade or so. We'll see. Yeah. Hey, I do got some good news. I uh, I was talking to some people here and some items from the 1930s I got inspired to order and it got destroyed when it got here. But oh, no. I called the fountain pen guys that mailed it to me and they refunded the shipping. So I'll be able to save a little bit of money getting good, a replacement fountain. Good guys. All right. Thank, good. Good. thank you, man. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Okay. I have to pee. How should we do this? Uh, well, I can check in on. Can you be quick? Because I don't actually have Super Chat open. I can be pretty quick. Do you guys want to see my, my little baby bump when I stand up? You so are you going to show it off? Is this why people have to tune into the Wednesday stream? <laughs> I mean, you can barely see it. I'm barely pregnant. Hold on. <laughs> You haven't even showed me. Can you? Okay. Uh, I can't see anything. There's just the mic and like your torso. Yeah, it's right there. Uh, You might have to back up a little bit. I can't even tell how you're oriented. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's, yeah. All right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm only 12 weeks. I think you might be embellishing a little bit, but I said little baby bump. (laughs) It seems like you're kind of leaning into it a little bit. Um, Let's see. We do have a few people over on uh, DLive. Darth Jones says Blonde has the glowing filter on. That could be it, maybe. Uh, thanks, Darth Jones. And um, let's see. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, uh, everybody else who's contributing tonight. Although it's not giving me the top contributors. I will check back later. Over on Streamlabs, let's see if we have anything over there. And then if we don't, uh, I'm in trouble because I don't even have the super chat open because Blonde has one job. She's not here to do it. And we're all caught up on Streamlabs. So uh, let's see what I can find over on Super Chat if I can get that open. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Okay, here we go. Tonight... We got uh, Richard E. Normus, great name. How do you guys feel about Taylor Swift turning 30 and losing 90% of her eggs? Well, we kind of just talked about that a moment ago. I think Stefan Molyneux was tweeting about that, but I can't see Stefan's tweets because he blocked me inexplicably. I never even talked to Stefan, but I'm blocked. So, but he apparently had a spicy take on that. Tyler Hummel says, snuck a Coors into a movie, into a movie tonight representing, well, good for you. Uh, I don't know that I've ever done that. Maybe I'll have to try next time. Snuck I got into a movie? No, uh, snuck a Coors into a oh. movie. Maybe mm-hmm. I should do it. I did. I, I feel bad because I bought Star Wars tickets for next Friday. 
and I feel kind of conflicted about it because they're ruining Star Wars and they're out politicizing the whole thing already. But I just can't quit that hit when the Star Wars theme hits in a theater. It's like I just, I'm just gonna go see it. Ugh. I don't know. I am gonna see that movie Bombshell though. Oh God, why? I don't know. Margot looks, Robbie's in it, so that's a start. But Jesus, it looks really bad. And then it was made by the director of uh, Dinner with Schmucks, and I think my brother told me that it was that movie was so bad that he had the kind of affection for it that you would have for like a retarded child. <laughs> you know, we I mentioned on Sunday that we were watching Home Alone 3, but we had to watch it in like three chunks. Was it terrible? It was terrible. <laughs> and we were kind of falling asleep, but I did finish it. And oh, it was um, the part where the, the kids and the, the robbers finally start kind of fighting and interacting. It's just so it, it was the type of trash movie that I actually oh, no. enjoyed because it was there were so many plot holes that it's like, the fuck am i even watching and this comes from a man that watches jersey shore i still to this day we just finished the the latest season and starting next season situations out of jail yeah uh kevin flanagan says uh well i guess i have to read this first right uh, <laughs> where does this tard think philosophies come from philosophies come from humans who are biological creatures Trying to, well, here's the spice. Trying to separate culture from biology is 60 IQ tier. Oh, I, I, I guess that's not that spicy. He was, um, he was, I guess, ripping on the collar, which, you know, do what you want. Um, yeah, I mean, the, there's this, this always, this debate always resurfaces, like the connection between race and culture. And people tend to get like very upset or they try to moralize or they get very triggered by this thing. Yeah. And I think it's, it's very, I think to me, it's pretty easily separable. Like you don't, you don't want good values, good philosophy to be like, to be divided by race. However, there are observable realities about the world. That doesn't mean that they can't be overcome and that we shouldn't hope for that. Well, but it also- I mean, there is a question as to whether or not these things can be overcome. Like, if you put a, a democracy, an American-style or an English-style democracy in a number of African countries, is there ever going to be an outcome where those countries turn out well? I don't believe that these things can be... Uh, I don't believe these things can work through government cram down any more than I believe government can cram proper values into us here. You know, like I don't, right. I don't think that that's a possibility. Yeah, but that also but, includes personal freedoms for some people. I, I guess the point I'm making is that societies can and do advance all the time, and I would hope that eventually the whole world gets to that point. But... I'm not going to sit here and uh, the, the other side of the coin is like, nope, there's no difference whatsoever. All cultures have the exact same uh, values, the exact same uh, prosperity, the exact same everything. That's obviously not true. Yeah. And I, you, it's, there's no moral failing in acknowledging that. And pre- I think it, it's just silly to pretend otherwise. But you hope for the best. You hope for something better in the future. Whatever. That's nice. Just, well, you you have to. I think you have to. Jason Why? Bolt because I think you don't want others to do well. Of course you do. I don't know that it means no, you have but an I'm, obligation. I'm realistic about the state of the world and how much uh, certain cultures can can advance. And I I don't think that there's anything I can do to force them or make them. I think that you can try to make the case and you hope that you set an example for the world. Well, I I also would make an argument that as a people, we haven't advanced technologically. 
and through medical science, things like that, we would advance in certain ways. But intellectually, is anybody really going to argue that as a culture, we're smarter than we were 150 years ago? Maybe, maybe not. But someone has to invent those technological advancements. Yeah, I mean, pretty soon it's just going to be the Chinese. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, America still is a a place of innovation. It's not the only in the world, but it is a place of significant innovation. You want to talk about all the world's greatest technology? A lot of it innovates here. You got to be smart to do that. Maybe, I don't know if we're smarter or dumber than we were in the past, but you can't be an idiot and innovate successfully. No, I know. I mean, but we're constantly doing things that, uh, that hamper innovation, punishing yeah. corporations and, and things like that. Like, like Elizabeth, Warren, Elizabeth Warren's entire uh, policy is... The wealth can, tax. Yeah. Like, can you imagine what that would do to human ingenuity? Well, hopefully we don't have to find out. Yeah. Anyway, I'll be quick here just to get through uh, the rest of the super chats. We'll get back to college. Jason says Liberia has a constitution almost like almost exactly like the U.S. And look at that place. Yeah. How's it going over there? These are the realities that I'm talking about. Of course, I'm not hoping for failure, but there's there's truth to what you're saying. John Martin says, I hear that it's not the size of the fountain pen that matters. What say you blonde? What? Is it the size of the fountain pen that matters? Or I don't is it know. The... I don't use fountain pens, and <laughs> I'm a married woman, so I'm not going to fall for any penis innuendo. Jason, uh, again, says you need to drug test the collars. No, please. Rip it on the collars. Be nice. Be nice. Um, Mr. Normal says, can I get 25 other people to donate two bucks with me? Well, that's much appreciated oh, if you decide you. to do that. Lapco92 says, under the guise of protecting children, YouTube is about to adopt... A COPPA feel, the, the name of that or the acronym of that law is what? C-O-P-P-A, right? Wait, did Joe Biden pen this legislation? Perhaps. Kevin says, um, what? <laughs> I don't even know what he means by this one. I guess as this too spicy. Or not. Why do Aussies and bongs, who are bongs? I don't know. Why do they all talk like toddlers? Can't Anglos just act like human beings? Well, anytime Kevin wants to have an anti-Anglo super chat, I suppose. You can hate white people all you want. That's fine. Alicia Supertramp says, uh, will this work for the $2 challenge closest I got? Aw, thanks, Alicia. Well, thank you. And Laurel says, FYI, while housing prices have increased faster than inflation, housing payments as a percent of household income have not changed in decades. Interest rates have gone down and houses are way bigger. That's some interesting stats on that, too. Are they legit? Are they the made-up kind that we talked about earlier? Who knows? But Who knows? Uh, Laurel's Laurel is pretty informed, so I would trust her her claims. All right, uh, let's hop back into the callers. Eastern Promise is up next. Eastern Promise, you're good to go if you're ready. How are you doing tonight, guys? Good. How are you? We are well. What's on your mind? Uh, so I got two topics to choose from. Uh, you guys either want to talk about the uh, great porn debate, or <laughs> I, Wait, what I was thought the second for thing sure we were going to get bombarded with porn talk. What? Yeah, what was the second one? Birth. 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 Yeah. What birth? Elf birth. Birth. Child birth. Oh, child birth. Yeah. <laughs> what other birth? Oh. <laughs> Puppy oh. birth. I was like uh, elf birth. What child birth. I, yeah, let's I talk about impar- childbirth. I'm impartial. Let's pick childbirth if you want. Sure. I'm not hearing blonde, unfortunately. That's too bad. Oh. You might need to be uh, relaying. Well, she can I hear you, though. So if you, she can respond to your commentary, at least. 
<laughs> That's fine. So, so I, I had a question for you. Um, have you guys considered home birth? Should I answer uh, this? Are you I talking know? to both of us or? Yeah, but I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm too far out on this. Like I, I, those, those are not crossing my mind. So yeah, well, yeah. he's going to have to listen back to this, but I'll answer if he wants me to. Ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. So you might have to rewind your stream and catch, I'll, I'll let her respond Eastern promise and you can rewind a little later or catch the replay later. Okay. Um, I have considered a home birth. I've decided against it for a few reasons, although I know the reasons that people do home births and I respect that process. It's just something that I personally have decided not to do. Um, and the reason is that there's a three to 5% chance that something goes wrong and you need medical intervention. My hospital is 13 minutes away. And so doing a risk analysis is just something that I feel safer doing in a hospital. And also the hospital I'm giving birth at only has an 8% C-section rate. They're very concerned with um, not having C-sections. Uh, and that's the real concern with people that are doing home births. They're like, I really don't want to have a C-section. Um, I also don't want my dogs to be barking the whole time. I don't think I could create like a, you know, like an environment where I felt safe. Um, and then my, my midwife team works at the hospital. So, so I am going to give birth at the hospital. Yeah. And I trust doctors. I know there's a lot of distrust for doctors within right-wing communities. Um, but you know, I have a good community of doctors that I really trust. I love my midwives and I feel good giving birth at the hospital that I'm giving birth at. All right. Well, there you go. Um, any, any final thoughts before you take off Eastern promise? You can catch a response later. For, for sure. I, I was tuning in a couple of seconds uh, behind. Mm -hmm. um, I guess the, the, the one thing I would say, and then and there's a couple of pros. I mean, so my wife and I have done it twice and it was amazing both times. And, the one thing that really stuck out afterwards is that you don't have to go anywhere once everything is said and done. Right. So first of all, you're not giving birth to a kid in a hospital that's full of sick people. And secondly, you don't have to, you know, crawl into a car seat after a while, put the, put the baby into a car seat, yeah. take a car ride home. You're already at home. You, you can rest. You can hang out for a couple of days. And our midwife's team made house calls for three days in a row. So I caught a bit of what you were saying. Hopefully you're, you're aligned. I know you said hospital and your midwives work at the hospital, which is great. But um, anyway, that's, uh, that's that. All right. Well, thanks, man. Have a good night. Danny's up next. Danny, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey there. We're all right. What's on your mind? Oh, first things first, I turned in my last final exam today. All right. Well, congrats. Yeah. Go get drunk. Saturday. But not too drunk. It's <laughs> appropriately yeah. drunk. Yeah. My topic, though, was on self-improvement and I guess kind of like dating as a whole. Seems mm -hmm. like you have a lot of people call in. Uh, not to give like the typical Jordan Peterstein uh, remedy to this, but I do think going to the gym, making your bed, eating healthy, uh, deleting porn out of your life will all eventually lead to like a better path mm -hmm. into finding a soulmate and making yourself more of a valuable person. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. And that's generally what we tell people. It's like, Especially if you're a man and you have until about 40 to get married without people thinking that you're weird. Um, you should just, especially if dating's not going well, you should just take that time and invest it in yourself and you will not regret it. You and won't regret it. Almost always, 
those two tasks are interrelated to. That is to mm-hmm. say, like you will, the more time you put into yourself, the better your prospects will be. Like there's never been a worse time for prospects for me than when I just kind of sat around and, and thought that like, because I was nice to girls, I was owed something or something like that. You know, <laughs> that's kind of the mindset of a lot of like, you know, when you're 18, 19, 20, early 20s, that's kind of the mindset that I had. Like, oh, you just be nice to them. You buy them flowers and then they owe you stuff. Yeah. No, that's not the way it works. And, and you're, you're exactly right. As soon as you make yourself, as soon as you make yourself into something valuable, suddenly people come looking for that value. And you're also in position when you've done that to make choices too. Like you're, the, the desperation drops. And if some chick is not up to par, you're just like, eh. yeah, all right, next. And, yeah. and that itself makes you more attractive to women, too. There's nothing, at least in my experience, and trust me, I've been off-putting to my fair share of women, as most guys have. Desperation is the number one. Like, it, yeah. it kills everything. Or I desperate think smell it on you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So take that, if you have that desperation urge, Put that into self-improvement. You always want to channel that energy positively. And I think you're exactly right. I know I'm like a broken record on this, but like the right marrying at the right age for men is also very important. It's very important. And nobody talks about this on the right because there's this attitude that men can have babies whenever so they can just get married whenever. Mm -hmm. And while technically true, miscarriage rates skyrocket for sperm that's over 40 years old. Really? Oh, yeah. Just like go through the roof. It's not as bad as poor egg quality, but it seriously contributes uh, to the risk of miscarriage and birth defects. So there's that. And people don't realize that like being an old dad probably sucks, like in a lot of ways. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I want to be spry enough to have fun with my kid for sure. Yeah, yeah. and uh, dating does even unless you are so rich, like multi-million heir. Uh, in if you're older than forty, dating is going to be a nightmare. You're going to end up with a divorcee for sure. Any uh, final thoughts from you? Have you had any personal experience in this regard? Oh, I mean, yeah, like the last six months, I like basically made an effort to go to the gyms. Basically five, six times a week, eat healthy. All right, good for you. Graduated from college, uh, secured a job afterwards. You know, prospects are all looking good. And my dating pool is also increased. So it's also kind of nice. (laughs) Funny how that happens, right? I'm about 25. So I'm perfect. You're you're, you're in good shape, man. Yeah, Yeah, man. 30 to 35. That's your your zone. Yeah. The only last question I would have is for Blonde is, have you heard from the the Commandant recently? Uh, No, I haven't. Okay. I've been talking to him. I've been trying to get him to email you about a couple things. He really has been like bouncing some ideas and he wants to talk to you soon. Okay, cool. I tell him I'm pregnant, so my brain doesn't work. (laughs) I'm sure he'll be happy to hear that. Again, congratulations. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks, man. Have a good night. Bye. And congrats yourself as well. Thank you. I'm glad that people are calling in with pregnancy questions and not porn questions. This is the best. <laughs> I fully expected to get uh, to to get you know the the porn debate thrown at us tonight. More pregnancy um, stuff. Which you know, if people want to bring it up, that's fine too. But Gannon, what's on your mind? Hi, Gannon. Uh, hey, hey guys, how you going? Oh, you had the the, the, uh, the question that another we answered. Another Aussie. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't too bad, really. You said it pretty well there, blonde. Was I, I pretty close though? Like you get shit faced. And smoke a doobie, yeah, and then it was a good, yeah, it was a pretty good interpretation, I thought, really. 
Did we cuff. miss any of the yeah. words? Did we skip yeah, over it? Yeah, a ute. Did you know what a ute was? Oh, youth? no. Is it a youth? Like how a Joe youth. Pesci says it? And... A U-T-E. The ute. two utes. Yeah. No? It's like a pickup truck, a utility. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So it's a pickup truck for you guys, yeah? Hmm. All right, so you've learned something. I guess um, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm just calling in briefly to discuss your appearance on the generational gap last week, Matt. Yeah. Um, you're talking about natural law, et cetera. Um, sure. I don't think you saw it, Blonde, maybe. Perhaps uh, no, I was supposed to go on, and then I had horrible morning sickness, yeah. so I did not attend. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, look, it was an interesting discussion. Uh, I don't think I understood perhaps all the points that I think it was Anna Voltus was making. Um, but I agreed with the points you made about natural law as an objective standard for judging human behaviour, et cetera. Uh, good critique on moral relativism, I thought. Um, agree with your premise that, you know, all humans are driven with um, basic, you know, I guess, desires and drives in accordance with natural law. <clears throat> but without getting into too much detail, I just wanted to cut to the comments on what I see as a basic difference between what I would call ethics versus morality. And then, mm -hmm. I, you know, you can tell me where I'm wrong. Um, basically, I think that observable nature alone, like as in a purely atheistic evolutionary model, can certainly allow for a highly developed rational system of ethics, like, you know, Stefan Molyneux's, I think it's universally preferable behaviour. Um, but I think this is where our views would probably differ at the moment, Matt. Um, I think the existence of objective morality as distinct from secular ethics is only possible if there is a divine lawgiver. And what I mean by this is that natural law has a divine architect or a divine author, and it's this divine authorship that actually gives natural law its objective, unchanging, and absolute legitimacy, if you like. Yeah, I, yeah. I certainly think that that's, uh, that's a reasonable basis. Or, or, I think that's a reasonable conclusion. I, I don't know that I agree that it's necessary for it all to follow, but I don't think that it's unreasonable either. Does that make sense? Like, I, I don't think that it is a necessary piece for the argument, but if it's true, it's certainly supports the argument yeah i mean I yeah mean, I, think... I, I agree with you i i think that if we're going to uh say that we have this innate sense of morality like it it, it makes you ask the question like how were we bestowed with this with this this, this sense of morality internally it's not just about self-preservation like we genuinely care about other people i think kind of innately um, and I think that there has to be some kind of divine inspiration. Do you genuinely care about other people? In no, I think that some <laughs> people. I get you. I get you. Yeah. I mean, not me. I'm I'm ruthless. Temporary. No, yeah. I think there are some, a lot of finer points on this that you're getting at for sure. And you know, it's not like I have everything ironed out 100. These are difficult questions to answer. But at the end of the day, I, I do think what we're all talking about is an objective truth that at some level we all have uh, a very basic morality innately within us. Mm -hmm. and, and it can't just be that we've all arrived at that randomly. Like we all no. just randomly decided our favorite color is blue or something like that. It's right. something that's within us and it's not random. It must have an origin, an objective origin somewhere. I don't know yeah. what that origin is, but I don't think that your conclusion is unreasonable. Yeah. Well, the Declaration of Independence, as quoted by Nancy Pelosi recently, actually talks about <laughs> the, the laws of nature and nature's God, which is interesting. Because okay. um, otherwise, aren't we really just cosmic bacteria crawling around on this rock, spinning around <laughs> yeah. some stuff? Well, and that's in a the thing. Corner of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that's the right other on. thing is like, um, I know it's not necessarily a satisfying argument in and of itself, but if I don't grant that premise that there is universal and objective morality and that human life has innate value, 
the world becomes a lot more chaotic. And suddenly there's no inherent wrong with me, I don't know, doing terrible things to a lot of other people. Right. That, um, it might not be philosophically uh, satisfying, but just as a practical <laughs> matter, man, I don't want to live in that world. Sorry to hijack. You get last word if you want it. Yeah, sorry. I just had to set my alarm. Preemptively did it. I, I just didn't want Blonde to give me the boot. Yeah. Oh. Um, I've, I've probably said this before, but the thought of being given the boot by a woman, I mean, particularly a pregnant woman, would just be so damaging to my sense of masculinity. <laughs> That's true. I haven't <laughs> thought about how I'm hurting men's masculinity. Yeah. No, it's terrible. Couldn't, I mean, it's so confronting a boot. Couldn't you use something more feminine, like, I don't know, a stiletto or something? Oh, it's probably yes. a bad idea to only encourage some of your dodgy callers to deliberately get kicked <laughs> off. But dodgy. The That's heel a good would be pretty lethal. The, the heel yeah, would be really. Like, a heel in the um, eye. What about, I don't know. Yeah, that's really good. Um, something, what about a compromise? Maybe sort of hush puppy or something. I, mean, I don't mean like as in smothering Caesar or anything. I just mean, well, maybe not yet anyway. It just as in like a softer, more casual type of footwear to kick me off with, you know? All right, Caesar, growl. All right, how about go. a shotgun? Get the hell out of here. That, yeah. yeah. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good Christmas. We'll not talk you to too. you. Merry you Christmas. as well. Merry Christmas. See ya. Bye-bye. Are you a good boy? That's a good time for me to say, too, and I will mention this next week, but obviously we'll have a show next week. The weeks after that are Christmas and New Year's Day, so the call-in show is not going to be happening on those days. So we'll have Oh, a really? They break. fall on Christmas and They're New both Year's on Day. Wednesday. Let me double-check the calendar here. Yeah, 25th is Wednesday. The 1st is Wednesday. Oh, so next week we will have a show, but then it'll be a two-week break after that. I can spend some time with my crazy mom. Well, there you go. Uh, let's see. Pacer Dawn is up next. Somebody with woke parents, please call in and tell me how to deal with it because it's it's really annoying. It's super woke annoying. parents. But well, my mom's like newly red pilled, and she's like in this stage where she's furious all the time. And so I'll wake up. I've silenced all of her text messages, <laughs> but I'll wake up to a group text every single morning at seven at seven a.m. She starts sending me like Devin stacks tweets, links. like yeah. a million like red ice was banned. I'm like, mom, I'm pregnant and I'm really tired. <laughs> And I don't care about any of this anymore. I do care about the red eye spanning and everything like that. But I'm like, you got you to gotta stop. The, you care about these things. They're just secondary on your list of priorities. I do care about them. But I'm also yeah. like so past this, this red pill rage stage. Yeah. I'm like, mom, just like hang on for a few more years and you'll just drift back into apathy. Fine. <laughs> just be apathy again. Pacer Don, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, uh, y'all having a good evening? Yeah. Yeah. What's on your mind? I, um kind of a uh, somber message here. I just wanted to let y'all know that uh, I wanted to thank you actually, hmm. to be honest with you for a friend of mine. Um, about a year ago, my wife went into, uh, she uh, had some issues. She was an alcoholic and uh, I couldn't get her to stop drinking no matter what I did. And she was hospitalized many times for it. And eventually her uh, last December, her, um, she went to the hospital for a uh, issue she had with, uh, I can't remember what it was, but it was a intestinal issue. And mm. uh, she actually decided to order wine into the hospital itself, and they prevented people from coming to see her. And that's when she realized she had a terrible, terrible problem. And she had decided that after a couple of years of us having all these problems that she was finally going to get help. Mm. And uh, I, this is around Thanksgiving last year. I said, that's great. That's perfect. I can't wait. We went to visit my folks. And uh, she had the steak. She was in the hospital. But, but uh, she wanted me to go. And I said, okay, I'll go. And when I got home, 
I didn't know where she was and I couldn't find out where she was. It turns out she had to go to a, uh, she had been released from the hospital for her intestinal thing. She was going through, apparently she'd been admitted to a rehab place because she needed, because she'd been bedridden for so long. Right. And uh, she told me as soon as she got out of that, they were going to go, she was going to go to this new place that she was going to go to. And then a day later, the rehab place called and told me that she was not responsive. Mm. So I went down there and, or they said they've taken her to the hospital. I went down there and she's, unfortunately, she was been like that before uh, a couple of years ago. And uh, she came out of it though. So last a couple of years ago, I thought she'd come out of it again. But uh, around December 14th, um, I held her hand. And uh, and she left us. Wow. Um, so but, was uh, she, did she drink at the rehab facility or was, was she no. off of alcohol or what happened? She had been on alcohol a lot. It was, I couldn't get her to stop. And she went to rehab because she'd been bedridden so much. She kept getting hospitalized because of it. Oh, and, I'm so uh, she sorry. made a decision that uh, she was going to finally turn our life around. And on December 14th, 2018, I held her hand and she slipped away. Damn, man. That's so but, um, <clears throat> what I wanted to, that's not the reason, um, but it's kind of, uh, it was a hard time for me at the time. Uh, and I didn't know what I was going to do, but well, I've been listening to your show for a while and I've done, uh, comedy for a while. And a good friend of mine named Del the Redneck decided to call your show. <laughs> wow. And, I, All right. and uh, he has been calling it for a while. And yeah. that's really helped me a lot uh, get past a lot of this, to be honest with you. And I wanted to say thank you for letting him call your show. Sure. Well, and, thank uh, you for, for sharing your story, man. I, uh, I, I know the world works in, in terrible, cruel, ironic ways a lot of the time. And, um, as much as I hate to hear stories like that, you know, the idea that, that or the, the, the reality that, that this stupid stream has helped you navigate something difficult yeah, like that definitely. is, is, uh, I, I mean, we say it all the time, but the, the community aspect of this is, is arguably more meaningful than the show itself at this point. And thank you for sharing that story. Um, not only cause it takes courage to come onto the, to the stream and say it, it's very emotionally difficult, but because it just, it reminds me and us like, uh, there's a lot of stuff like this. We just talk out into the internet and we never really know. It just goes out somewhere. People listen to it, but we don't know those people and we don't know what they're going through and we don't yeah. know. So a, a story like this really, um, it just, it means a lot to me personally. And it's another motivating factor amid all the BS that is comparatively small that we have to go through Yeah. to do yeah. this. It, it makes it all worth it, man. And I, I really appreciate your, your gesture there. And alcoholism, it just, uh, it just rips apart people's lives. And it was it's, a huge uh, problem in my life too. And I also saw treatment and it helped me quit drinking and I was able to quit drinking. And I'm so sorry that that happened to you, but I do want to tell anybody that's struggling with addiction. Cause I, I talk to people about this all the time that like AA works. It really does. It really does work. And then people at residential <laughs> facilities also, they really can help you. Yeah. 
I just. Any... But anyway, I want to thank you all for not kicking Dell off your show, letting him, <laughs> never, letting me hey. or letting him talk to you rather. Um, hey man, we and, have a uh, lot of bits that get run into the ground on this show, and uh, this actually we haven't heard from it's him really for a helped. little while. Yeah, it's been. Yeah. It, well, I'll tell you why. It's been. It's, it's the holidays, and as we get yeah. closer to the fourteenth, it's a lot harder for me to to do things. Unfortunately, um, yeah. Hopefully, starting January, uh, I can guarantee you he'll be calling back. Yeah. And, well, thank uh, you. And you're a good husband. Some more crazy stuff. You'll sure. probably have some more crazy stuff to sell, and probably make some people happy, and probably piss a lot more people off. But you know, as long as well, you don't if, kick him off, you know, things happen. And, if you uh, see a lot, so thank if you. you see Dell, say hi to Maud for us. I yep. will do that. And uh, and say Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. All right, y'all take care. You too. Bye. Right. Thank you. Thank man. you. Have a great right. night. Bye bye. Oh, my man. God. Okay. Um. How do we how do we follow up on that? It is time for a break. But oh, let me reload this. Man, my goodness, just, man. It's just you, you. There's kind of like selection for people that have positive stories about beating addiction, and so when I hear something like that, it's and like, I thought oh. he was going that route for a minute. But, um, and I didn't, do I have to, do I have to say, actually, I didn't make the connection immediately and I feel kind of dumb, but that is Dell just for people who, who, yeah, yeah, don't, I, I, for some reason I didn't make the connection immediately because he's not in character, but, uh, yeah, that's a little bit of information behind the character for people who maybe don't otherwise know. Um, man, I I just, I, I can't, I can't, I just appreciate it. I just appreciate it. My heart goes out to him, man. Alcohol is so insidious. It's not like doing heroin where most people are never going to do it in the first place. Like people don't know that they're alcoholics until they start drinking. Um, and mm. everybody ends up drinking like a, at least a few times. It's just, it's just yeah. so widely accepted. And then like, I know people who drank normally until they were 50 and then they were, you know, like drinking four bottles of wine a day and passing out in their front yard. It's like, it also kind of sneaks up on you mm. too. So I got to watch the Coors. That's what you're saying. I don't know. I mean, if you, you probably know by the time you're 30, if you're a normal or you're an abnormal drinker, like I knew immediately I was an abnormal drinker. The mm. first time I drank, I blacked out. And like every subsequent time, I was just like balls to the wall every single time I drank. I wasn't mm. like, I'm going to have one or two drinks. Yeah, that's not you know? me. I've, I've yeah. had a few episodes in my life isolated, but never a trend. Yeah. yeah, then I'd be shocked if you ended up being an alcoholic later in life. But I don't yeah. know. It, it, it does creep up on people sometimes. Um, this is from N.R. Lee, N.R. Wiley, N.R. Wiley. Uh, when you said the number, I still couldn't help but call attention. So is my wife. We're going to get the ultrasound tomorrow morning. Best wishes. Congratulations. Yay. Congratulations. Um, ben Ritter, Twitter, true to their word, has banned advertising for my election boxing game. I hope my platform... <laughs> I hope the platform dies when they can't have a game. Someone more important. You should try the game, Matt. That's weak. Not you. Uh, but, well, uh, if you if you have a if you have a website for your game or something, send it my way. I'll take a look. I, you can't have a political game and advertise that's it. That's retarded. Okay, it's funny. Um, apparently, Facebook had some big snafu where they a bunch of ads in the UK election, which by the way is what like tonight, tomorrow, or yeah. Uh, anyway, they, why did I say yeah? I have no idea. The UK election is going on right now. Oh. And Facebook inadvertently or accidentally deleted a whole bunch of ads. And I'd say accidentally skeptically, but it ended up being like a whole bunch of labor party ads that got deleted. So it doesn't necessarily look like it's left-wing political bias. Anyway, yeah. I was reading a, like a Politico story about it or whatever. The Facebook comments were just all, Oh, what a wonderful thing. Why can't we get this sort of thing in the U S why can't we ban political advertising and this and that? 
I get it. Political ads are annoying, but these people begging for Silicon Valley to have control about the information that can reach their eyes and ears is just yeah. laughable. Yeah. Um, John Martin says, blonde, gotta say you look lovely tonight, even with my yellow hands and skin. Um, I normally listen and don't watch, but tonight it's compelling to watch. Plus your pregnancy brain is still way better than your national brain. Does he mean rational brain? I don't know. I guess both could apply. That's true. Hmm. Uh, DSA Kevin Flynn again. I never said anything bad about Hawaii's. I trashed Anglo's, you golem snow ape sodomite. I guess I, I need the <laughs> distinction. I'm sorry. I like Snow Ape, though. Uh, I, I like, like Scandos, too. I, these are slurs for my people that I've never heard until Kevin, so uh, so keep them coming. I like them both. Anglo slurs. Um, Big Elsie, have you guys seen the NZ volcano eruption? Yeah, eight dead, yeah. 50 injured, all of them tourists who were warned not to get so close to active volcano. Some were even in the crater right before the eruption. Oh yeah, I God. feel like people on vacation uh, feel like like the things going around them going on around them are so novel that they're not real. You see that a lot in, uh, in Yellowstone in my neck of the woods, people th tend to think it's like some kind of theme park or something, right? Like falling into sulfur springs and stuff right. Like or taking selfies with bison and getting gored and that kind of moronic yeah. crap. So yeah, I mean, people, people do that all the time. I bet it's something similar. Natural, the natural world is dangerous if you're an idiot. Yes. Yeah. Um, gay dads bear Matt, do not buy an NFA item like suppressor. You forfeit many rights like your fourth amendment. Just look hey, it's, at it's the too FBS late, man. Pressure. It's too late. Confiscation of $500,000 guns. That can't be it's, right. I already, I already have an NFA item. Oh, confiscation. I, I yeah. know I'm not thrilled because you have to submit your fingerprints to get them and federal but, prison uh, for half an ounce of weed. They do that in Russia this week. No, I think he's talking about FPS Russia. The he's, he's a former YouTuber. Uh, but he got, oh. I guess he got into trouble. I'm not aware of the exact, <laughs> not aware of the exact history. Cause I never, I, it was, he had a big kind of like sort of a gun channel. It was more just like blowing stuff up channel, but I don't, um, I'm not clear on the exact story, but the, anyway, yes, the, I had to submit my fingerprints and all that crap. I've done it. It's too late. Uh, they, they know about at least one firearm that I own. Um, better call hall LO. So these stereotypes are valid first order approximations. Yes. Um, this is something that, that super pisses me off and like gets me a bad rap for saying I've said it a million times, but like we form blanket judgment so that we can make decisions about the world around us without individually interacting with each single, each person. I mean, it's what everybody does. People make blanket judgments all right. the time. I mean, in um, a pure sense, us stereotypes are the only reason I don't mean this about people just stereotypes as a way of thinking about the world are the only reason the world makes sense to us as we navigate yeah. it. If you acted like every tree that you saw was some new piece of information that you had no basis on which to judge what it is, yeah. the world wouldn't make any sense. I'm not advocating that you judge individuals harshly and unfairly. Just that like this idea that we have to reprogram our brain, our brains to deny some. It's an, it's insane. And it's like something, it's something that's only applied to white people. Like I've said this a million times too, but like you go tell a group of any other race of people that they shouldn't make judgment. Like go tell a group of Chinese people not to judge Africans, and like they they'll laugh they will laugh in your face. Well, there's also there's a difference too. It's like if you're talking about like I'm not going to advocate unfairly judging an individual who comes before you. I think that person should be treated as an individual. Right. However, there are cases where you're talking about group characteristics. See immigration, for example, yeah, yeah. Where, like 
at some level you have to kind of have some sort of group data which also a... applies to you know anglos as well i mean yeah sure group data uh scarlet bear says big bear's wife is pregnant yes i heard that owen benjamin's wife is also pregnant i think she's mm. like four to eight weeks behind me so i guess critical condition robin riley she's like 24 weeks or something like that and then a bit of brit is also 12 weeks pregnant a ton of people are pregnant um and then amy's pregnant too so that's so great all right, we should. Uh, we're running out of time, so why don't we get back into the callers and come back to this right. at the end of the show? And I will do the same with Streamlabs as well as D Live. Thanks for hanging out, guys. We do have uh, calls till the bottom of the hour here. Bosna Rat up next, but Bosna Rat, I don't see it in the waiting rooms, so we might have to check back. Uh, the Sanguine Mind is up next. Sanguine Mind, you're good to go if you're ready. Oh, you're woman. Oh, hey there. Wow, hey. I'm which... so surprised that. That actually happened. Oh, sorry. No, no. I was in the chat talking with them about how the order is all weird and messed up. Oh, I'm going to mute my my iPad. Can you sure. hear me? Yeah, mm-hmm. loud and clear. Okay, cool. So um, I kind of wanted to just talk to you all about um, academics. And holy shit, I think I just turned it up instead of muting it. There we go. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, academics. Um, I'm in college for physics i'm i want to become a physicist whether that be in the military or private sector whatever Mm -hmm. um but i'm also christian so that kind of idea kind of brings up brings itself up every once in a while like the idea that like if i tell somebody that they're just like what you're christian and you want to be a physicist it's kind of um and i don't know it's a weird situation to be in Hmm. where people believe that you can't like holding these specific set of ideas precludes you from being able to go into this field right and i I was just wondering if y'all had any like advice about like being more open about it kind of just keeping your head down until you're done with school or or what you guys think well i think you can push back on that one because it really is a common misconception that um that christians are anti-science i mean everybody will talk about like copernicus but find some more recent Mm -hmm. examples here i'm not i don't see a lot of evidence that christians are are anti-science. I mean, even the priest at my church, he um, was like a macrobiologist before he was a priest. <laughs> you know, I think I that- suppose the number one point they would go to is like really fundamentalist creationism, like the earth is 6,000 yeah. years old type stuff. Yeah. yeah. But that that's like the only, I mean, if you're some a physicist, say like- that's probably inconsistent with your worldview anyway. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, I, I don't really know. Cause like it, there's, there's always the kind of like, um, over, um, what's it called uh, over relativizing everything like saying just everything is relative which is a really common modern thing which is uh, pissing me off nowadays especially yeah. in college um but no like it's the kind of idea like i think w- the first thing that happened was whenever i was younger the christian thing got brought up whenever i was playing an online game with someone and they just kind of started excluding me more which that probably weird. So are you saying it. that so did just that they found out that you're Christian and then excluded you or that you like yeah. tried to tr- you didn't try to push beliefs on anybody? Correct. They were just kind of mm. like, oh, we can't have fun around him. It's kind of like a, a, a p- almost puritanical. That's yeah, ironically. So, ironically. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 I was going to say, like, I would never advise you to go push your beliefs on other people because I think that's kind of annoying. But if you're mm-hmm. in an academic environment where people are pushing theirs on you, and they're inviting the conversation. I, I, you know, I'm more, uh, I, I'm 
personally think the pushback is, is more warranted in that case. Like, yeah. at the end of the know, day, you're there yeah. to do physics. You're there to talk physics, and really your perspectives outside of that are not strictly relevant. But if someone's yeah. trying to shame you for your beliefs, then certainly respond. This might be a time where I would stick up for myself. I mean, I think that, that Christians really do need to stick up for themselves uh, in this day and age, and that our faith kind of needs to be first and foremost. And then in your situation, I mean, th there's an easy way to do that. Just show people that science and faith are not incompatible in the best way that you possibly can. I, I, I think in this situation, I would not put my head down and just keep on keeping on. I don't yeah. think it's going to affect your academic career. I mean, you're just Christian. You're not fucking Muslim or something. Although you'd Militant be fine there. Or whatever. <laughs> you'd probably oh, yeah. be I, I yeah, so. top of the field by now. If yeah, were. really. Anyway. A Muslim physicist. It's like, Good luck, man. Yeah, thanks for calling. Right, thanks for calling in. No problem. Um, oh, nope, sorry. I, sorry. I accidentally sorry. let him go. I, he might have had more to say, but um, I appreciate it saying what Not mind. anymore. We can, uh, yeah, we'll have to keep it moving. But thank you for calling in. Maybe we'll catch you next time, man. Uh, Frank, what's on your mind, dude? Ah, uh, hey, guys. Hi. Well, first off, I have to congratulate Blonde and I wish her all well and all kinds of stuff. Thank and... you. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, you sound really pregnant. I know. Uh, and Matt, like your take on the whole the banning of the porn, I think it's kind of wrong. Because, how uh, so? I like how you said it, the banning of the porn. The banning <laughs> of the porn. Well, I think it, it's completely possible to, to do it, like in a realistic fashion, because we already scrubbed the internet from uh, child porn, you know. Yes, but that's not the crux of the argument, not just the practicality angle of it, but the philosophical angle of are you going to criminalize publication of material where no one's well, victimized? I mean, in child pornography, we have a victim. Well, well, the children who watch it are victimized because the average age yeah, when children but, start watching porn is 11. Some people are victimized in pornography. If, it's who? 11. And Who's the, victimized? The, the, I mean, I hate to actors, say this, but Matt Walsh is right about this sometimes. It. In, in this case, uh, I mean, some of the some of the people are some of the women are victimizing. They're, they're non consenting. Yeah. OK, but that's a that's a separate crime. And that's that's right. an isolated instance. Uh, yeah. But I mean, how would you even know? Come here. How would you even know the crime has to be reported? Yeah. I don't think you can say we're going to ban porn actually to go after trafficking. You'd say we're going to go after trafficking. Yeah. No, you should ban porn because uh, children are watching it from before they hit puberty. The children are watching violence on the internet. Are you going to ban violence? Well, that's not the same thing. Why not? Like it, it actually affects uh, people's brains. Like there's an area of the brain that shrinks uh, with the heavy porn users. But why is it that we abandon personal responsibility in this one area? That is to say, drugs damage your brain. Playing video games all day damages your brain. Why this? Look, why? Look, look, it's it's because people aren't aren't able to to control their their children's every every second. Yeah, but that's yeah. your job as a parent. It's not society's yes, job to protect your, your kids. It's your job as a as a parent. But uh, heroin is not uh, is not uh, laying around uh, in every room in every yeah, house. but but like strictly speaking, we might be able to come together on some if you have a way to reduce access to minors that doesn't necessarily have all sorts of privacy implications for adults. I'm listening. Well, I, but I, the outright ban the, the, to me is silly. Well, if, if, you, if you want to, to limit it to, to those below 18 or 21 or whatever. 
yeah, uh, the yeah. obvious way to do it, I think, is to go to the to the internet service providers and make it uh, make it an opt-in feature to to access porn on the internet. Well, opt-in just by saying I, I voluntarily. What what does opt-in mean? Do you have to provide them information, or you just say I opt into this? That's no, it. No, when 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 you buy the the SIM card or the internet connection or whatever. Then you, then then you opt in like you when you order it. There's like a check check box. I want porn access on this. Okay. Uh, I mean, I this, I don't uh, have a problem with. Yeah, I don't have a problem with voluntary consumption or or exclusion. What I have a problem with is government cram down of supposedly the common good or morality. I think that's the role of your community. That's the role of your parents. That's the role of your church. But the common good is not the role of government to enforce. Well, you don't really have community or the church anymore. Yeah. Or even parents. But you for, think for government many, is the mechanism the, to the... install it? No, but they, they can they can limit access for porn for minors. That's that's uh, no problem. But they already do. I mean, strictly speaking, uh, that's no. already the law. Maybe they just need to enforce the existing laws better. Uh, like. How is a 10-year-old uh, limited by the government to access porn, Matt? You go to Google and you type porn and you click on videos and there's your porn. Right. You're supposed to, you're supposed to consent and say, I am 18 years old. Now, maybe that system needs some tweaking, but your original position was that I was wrong about banning porn. not access. We've gone from ban porn outright to make sure porn is inaccessible to minors. So what's the actual position here? Well, ideally, I would, I would, I would like it to be banned outright. I don't, don't think it's good. For right. So, the, so the minor not, issue not the... is is a distraction. It's not actually the core argument. Well, it's a, it's at least uh, I think a place where we can overlap on on uh, on our views. Yeah, but I think but your view is is way more than the alleged victimization of children. It's about the promotion of some sort of cultural value through government up, enforcement. Well, I would I would say it's not good for anyone. So neither are video games or violent movies, though. I'm sorry, could you repeat? Not good for anyone. I mean, like, there's a long list of things that are not good for anyone that the government should not be banning. Like what? Exactly. Like video games, violent movies, drugs, well, premarital sex. Why not premarital sex? Why don't we ban that? Yeah, it would probably be good because you would increase the, increase the birth rates, probably. People aren't having sterile sex anymore. Yeah, I, 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 I agree that it's, it's a bad I like thing, but I, but I don't agree <laughs> that government force is the proper mechanism. I think convincing people to okay, participate I'm, I'm in these up. behaviors voluntarily. Okay, we, we, we have a personal freedoms person. Time, we have a personal freedoms person against uh, somebody that wants to retain cultural integrity at the cost of authoritarianism, which is something I identify more with, like his position i i you know i'm pretty much right. aligned with i understand okay. uh but i just don't think that i i used to think that personal freedoms were more important than social cohesion i just don't think that anymore i don't okay um bye guys bye thanks man <laughs> yes or no but i think what we're talking about too is what is a better mechanism of the social cohesion you seek voluntary association or government gunpoint I mean, ideally, I if we're, if we're going to talk about the ideal society, I want to live in, I mean, a, a benevolent monarchy that's dictated by staunch social norms. 
I think you that just that's want the gunpoint that does what you want it to do. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but is that realistic? Uh, I mean, <laughs> no, uh, I'm not saying that it is. We're talking about the ideal society. I, I'm not talking about where people would flourish the most and be the happiest. I think it's in a society uh, that has limited access to vices and a strong culture of shame. I think it's where you have quality people who don't choose those things. I think that's a much more realistic. Yeah, but how do you get people choose vices, though? How do you get quality people that don't choose these things? You have a strong Christian homogenous society that's governed by a benevolent monarchy. You can't do it in a democratic by voluntary association. No, you can't do it in a democratic society, especially especially where has it ever been done at gunpoint? No, I'm not saying it needs to be done at gunpoint. I'm talking about it being done by having a culture of shame and everybody's Sure, Christian. that's that's not government cram down though. That's that's uh, voluntary. No, but, no we're, we're talking about our values. ideal society. Yeah. Our government I think we can't actually, do this because it's too corrupt. It's never Right. I think we actually it. agree on what these ideals are. I just don't think that the government gunpoint is an effective mechanism of getting there. Um, our, not our government, our pa- totally government. paused government. Our, our government. I mean, can you cite like one this. example where it's been done well? Uh, no, but I mean, it, it's impossible to talk about historical references because they didn't have the internet access, which changed everything, especially guess, the pornography but issue. <laughs> I worry that we're trending towards the argument of authoritarianism has just never been done right. Yeah, totally. Okay. All right. I guess we agree on that. All right. No, I think that some uh, monarchies uh, worked well for for centuries. I mean, look at the uh, at 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 European advancement of post Middle Age. Look at the Renaissance. I mean, and look at what was created in these European cultures. And like, look at us. We're like, oh, we have technological advances, but has it made us? better people has it made us more moral people there has is it made not us a, a more cohesive society is there no. any time or place you would ever rather live than the united states of america today i mean yes but the reason for that is medical advancement things like antibiotics things like the you know that i have the option to have an epidural during this birth things yeah. like that um and not all of that uh, not all of those things are cultural values if you eliminate oh. If you eliminate those things, like the disease, the, the stuff like that, then there are definitely times and places where I think I would have been a better human, been exposed to less vice and, and engaged in less vice and probably would have lived a more whole life for sure. Yeah. I would contend that the innovation, the innovation that makes you choose today is a product of a government that does not decide it is a moral arbiter or the promotion of a common good, but a government that exists only to recognize people's natural rights and let the chips fall where they may. And freedom and voluntary association and the voluntary promotion of these values that you're talking about are the catalysts to exactly what has made the world so great. I, I actually... We'll, we'll, we should get some more. I actually don't think we have that divergent of a view of what the ideal is. I think we're just hung up on how it happens. Well, I think, I think that you also have more trust in the individual. And then I've really internalized um, living in this godless society like and the damage that it's done to my soul, to my behavior. And I think I really would have done better in, uh, in previous generations. Maybe. I mean, I, uh, it's anecdotal. We talk about just personal experience too. And like, for, for example, I'll take my, myself as someone who's increasingly more sympathetic to the idea of religion, for example, or the idea of objective morality, like we just talked about, or the idea of what living a good life really means. 
all of these things have come to me not because somebody said you will do this or else but because people have made good cases to me and i've seen the alternative and and my commitment to those values is so much stronger because i know why i believe them not cuz someone's pointing a gun at me and saying you must believe this but or you you're also dumb. are projecting your hyper principled and refined personality on the general public which it like i think you are in the 99.9 percent of human rationality even in the western world we're talking about like degenerate low iq people as the majority of most societies sometimes but how are you going to separate them i mean that's another task for the authority to manage yeah i mean i i understand that i people are like she's gone full fascist i'm like yeah <laughs> i don't know what to say here I let's mean, agree on this you have no business running any society for sure i mean and i will be the first to admit like <laughs> i am willing to throw out all constitutional principles if i'm like oh this would make a better and more core a more cohesive right. culture yeah, i mean this like, is i am exactly not a principled individual i shouldn't be running shit this is exactly what shit. we talk about all the time which is like does is the is, does the outcome matter more than the process? And to me, it is the process that justifies any outcome. Right. And, and I am an ends justify the means yeah, kind of we'll, gal. Um, this is why we should repeal the 19th. <laughs> more on that later. Yeah. Anyway, obviously, and thanks, Frank, because obviously, obviously we care about this issue a lot. And this is of all the, the porn debate stuff has kind of I'm kind of sitting it out because it's 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 sort of weird. It's a little I, I'm not, this is not the fight, the hill I want to die on necessarily. Yeah. So I'm kind of sitting it out because I don't want to make enemies in this weird thing. But there are some interesting aspects to this debate. This is one of them. It, it does get at some really serious philosophical distinctions. And I want to, I want to thank Frank for, for raising them too. All right. We, we took up way too much time on that. Do you think we can do two more callers? Yeah. Sorry guys. It was yeah, interesting I, though, right? <laughs> maybe not. Right, maybe they're just like, oh, that was a bunch of bullshit. You guys wasted time. Um, you never know where it's going to go. And you know what? I see we got Regal after that and Pius. We got callers that I you know, appreciate talking to, too. I don't know if we have time. Purple, you're good to go if you're ready. Hey, I hope you guys are having a good Wednesday evening. Always. So I got two different questions for you. One of them is uh, impeachment, or you can pick reparation. <laughs> Reparations. This impeachment talk makes me want to. I know. I can't. All right. All right. So now we are starting to see reparations coming up more and more. I believe Chicago had some sort of uh, reparations law recently. What? Hmm. Uh, so do you think that all subsequently, do you think that it is deserved? Seeing as first generation immigrants like Nigerians have found a way to succeed while black people have floundered for civil rights, even after like 50 years. Uh, no, I don't. I mean, generally, no, I don't think it's deserved. Nobody today has any direct connection to slavery. There's no way to make this practically happen. And I'm tired of people say like Al Green out there saying we need to atone for slavery. We did Why? that. It was a civil war 150 years yeah. ago. This country bled out and families were ripped apart move on yeah uh, i don't think anybody ever benefits from financial uh pay payouts that they didn't earn through their own personal life experiences i mean reparations would be one thing if like these were freed slaves um or even maybe the descendants of freed slaves but 
the direct like first generation descendants of free slaves but this is just absurd real quick um who's that rapper he was on the R ruben show I, I it's like zuby or something t-pain i don't know i don't I obviously i'm not is, is there's a guy named zuby right nelly why I saw a tweet of his that I think is right on, and it's a hypothetical. Let's say you gave everybody in the world twenty-five grand right now to quote level the playing field. Right. Don't you think that the people that the rich people today would probably remain rich a year from now, and the people who are not wealthy would probably have squandered that money also? Like, For would, sure. wouldn't it, wouldn't the the general wealth status of people in society remain basically the same, even if you leveled this playing field, quote unquote? Almost certainly. Yeah. Almost certainly. Yep. Anyway, even any final thoughts? We gotta give you the boot. Even though we talked for like twenty minutes about a pointless <laughs> conversation. <laughs> Sorry, man. But yeah, final thought if you want it. Uh, just one last thought. Uh, I think legalize is a is a fraud. I think he's actually just a ballpoint pen user. Oh man, shots fired. Ooh. Well, maybe he'll we can get him to respond to these accusations in a future week. Damn. Yep. Thank you, Purple. All right. You guys have a good night. Yeah. Um, rational reasoning. Realistically, we probably have to give this one last call, huh? I, which makes me feel terrible. I feel like I, uh, you know, I, I hope the porn talk was worth it. I yeah. Was it worth it, guys? Was it worth it? It's, oh, it's an important, the, the concepts that we're talking about are very important. So I, I hope so. Rational reasoning. You're good to go if you're ready. Hey, how you guys doing? Good, how are you? Uh, not too bad. Um, so just a, a quick confession. So it, it's always hard for me to zero in on the topic. So um, this one is just kind of a random kind of thought um, that occurred to me. So I was watching some uh, older sticks material that hmm. I kind of started, like, started um, getting into. Um, it's like from three years ago, and he, he was like talking about sort of the, the, the European situation with immigration and stuff like that. And it just occurred. It just occurred to me, like he's so eloquent and like sort of logical and like non-bigoted at all. And then I just thought, like, why is he not like represented in politics? Like, he, <laughs> like I don't like I don't think he I don't think he's that rare. Like, he, clearly he's clever. I mean, the same goes to Matt and like you guys. I mean, you're you guys are above average. Like you know that's clear but like i don't think it's like a one in a million thing so i guess I think you know, like is my... a pretty rare dude personally <laughs> yes, I, so I, I think he as a complete person is is a one in a million guy but to your point yeah. that like his is his perspective rare um right. probably like, not like he's rare in expressing it and his ability to express it but in terms of people who agree with most of what he says i think i think he's right in line with with most americans on a lot of things yeah. for sure yeah that's true um yeah, how, yeah is I your mean, question like how do we get people like him into politics is that what you're saying yeah i mean in a way but also like why why isn't that the norm i mean i i i find him just straight down the middle to be honest i mean it's, it's not even like an extreme or anything i just, I just find him like a yeah. centrist i mean well, to I campaign see, you have to have a lot of money uh and I think that boomers uh, still want their politicians to kind of have these refined. This is why Trump was such a it was a it was a revolution with Trump because he's he's rough around the edges and kind of says what, what he's thinking. But I think boomers still want their candidates to be a little more um, a little more refined. 
I just right. think there's a certain segment of society that for whatever reason, and not just a certain segment, a huge bulk of society that exists totally outside of the perspectives that we have. These are people who want the government to take care of them in every aspect yeah. of life. And those are people that Sticks is not going to be, uh, they're not going to be receptive to him. And they're not going to be receptive to me or to Blonde or anybody. These are people who want basically government as provider and babysitter. And right. I, I think we're kind of at a crossroads in our culture that way. What is government? Is it a provider and a babysitter? Mm-hmm. Or is it someone who just says, no, we're basically a referee. Right. And anyone who breaks the rules, that is to say breaks the rights of other people, will step in and intervene. But other than that, man, you're, you're free to pursue your life, liberty, and your property to your heart's desire. Um, right. That's yeah. probably the distinction. That's He's not going to be and we're not going to be effective with those people. Yeah. Well, you know, I also juxtaposed it with, with the people in Europe, too. Like, I follow, you know, the crazy insanity that's going on in, like, Sweden and stuff. And that's kind of what a lot of this stuff is based on. But, um, yeah, um, you know, so more people like that are needed. But, um, yeah, thank you for taking my call. Sure. Thank you, man. Thanks so much. Yeah. No uh, I, I would certainly vote for sticks. Would you vote for sticks? Mm, for what? Just, I don't know, dog catcher to senator. Pick, take your pick. Uh, yeah. You hung yeah. up on the abortion stuff, maybe? Is that... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and some of the drug legalization stuff. But I've, you know, I have developed a distaste for libertarianism, which is not Sticks's fault. And this is a position that I come, I come from. You know, I was a libertarian. But um, with my whole rant about personal freedoms, I mean, don't you think that I would have some trepidation about voting for a staunch libertarian? Well, I kind of hate that, like, libert... I'm not saying it's wrong. I do sort of get annoyed that libertarian and amoral or immoral or without mm-hmm. morals kind of gets thrown together. There's certainly a segment of libertarianism that is that, that like is moral relativist. For, for me, my perspective on it is like this, these sorts of morals are properly upheld by your family and your community, not properly upheld by the government. But that doesn't mean that an a, that the world should be without them. And there's certainly yeah. that segment of libertarianism. One, there's like the borderless libertarians. Nobody likes them. And then there's like the literally like do the kind of libertarians that fit the meme where it's like, all right, at least I have my nice green lawn, even though the world around me is absolute trash. I think the the responsibility on libertarians, if you're going to say that it's not government's responsibility to handle a whole host of issues the trade-off in that is it is your responsibility to step up and be a community and a family leader to right. make sure that the right values and the right morals are upheld and carry on. That's I mean, the trade-off. I wouldn't be so fascistic if we if there wasn't a complete absence of community values or cultural values in our community. Yeah, and we've certainly seen that happen. Anyway, um, we're going down the same path, and I don't want to get lost again. Anyway, so thanks, thanks uh, everybody, for your patience tonight. I, so, I know we sort of got off track and... Um, and lost track of time. So uh, I appreciate your patience and thanks for hanging out with us as always. And um, to those of us who we missed on the calls, uh, my apology, and we will catch you sometime soon. I'm sure. Well, let's get into the um, email questions and then we'll catch up with Streamlabs and sure. super chat and D live. It's from John. Are the policy differences between social conservatives, economic conservatives, libertarians, and classical liberals. <laughs> he didn't born- say that you said you know, that, but yeah. Um, 
classical liberals such as porn and immigration straining the coalition enough to snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. Oof, 2020. Mm. Are these differences surfacing organically? I think that they are surfacing organically, and it kind of all um, culminated with, uh, I shouldn't have said culminate and Charlie Kirk in the same sentence. It really grosses me out. It all culminated with the Charlie Kirk, the TPUSA issue. I think that was organic. I think this Groper thing is, is organic. Um, I, think I don't there's think been, it's enough. There's been allegations that the porn thing is inorganic, that it's like a, a divisive bomb thrown into the, the so-called right-wing community to try to, I don't know, create division, basically. I mean, it doesn't matter. I think at the end of the day, most people are just going to be like, fine, and vote for Trump. It's going to be Trump v. Warren, and everybody's going to be like, fine. Even the porn thing, which I do think there are some significant differences on, um, they are not so significant to me that I feel that I would ever consider people like Elizabeth Warren ha- uh, do, not doing my part to keep them out of office. Um, if all we're talking about is like a, a porn ban, okay. I mean, I do think it has significant implications on the role of government and significant implications on speech, at least in terms of publishing speech. Did you see this shit but, about Trump uh, declaring... Uh, Jews and nationality today. This, I heard. I heard your favorite guy go off about this forever. Because who's of my course, favorite guy? Ben Shab- Hey, gang, we're going to talk about Trump's executive order for twenty minutes. Um, and I mean, uh, don't you think that if they were declared a nationality, they would have fewer protections against? My understanding is what happened is there is a there is an existing federal law that withholds federal funding from colleges who don't treat racist incidents on campus with enough sincerity as far as the federal government is concerned. So investigate this, investigate that. And this executive order explicitly includes Jews in the groups of people that qualify for racism or religious discrimination. So I've seen some people saying it's special treatment. I don't think it's special treatment as far as I understand it. It's just for some people were excluding Jews from that protection. Now there's a separate debate. Should this, should we be doing all this like classist protectionism at all? That's a separate debate, but I don't, I don't, from what I understand in this, it's not special protection for Jews. Mm. That's not I don't like this. I mean, it's, <laughs> I do think that, um, federal, that, the government should not be discriminating against people and, and government money has to uphold that principle. But However, not thoroughly investigating hoax hate crimes enough. Right. I mean, that's, that's the problem is there comes a point where the government is over involved with putting money in every single thing. Yeah. And all of a sudden we have to investigate stupid hoax hate crimes, but that's yeah. not, that's a separate thing. Um, I, I don't know. How, I, I was just wanted to ask you about that. Cause I just read about this right for the show. Um, this is from David. Hey guys, can't wait for the show. As always, a shout out to my gorgeous wife, Alicia, whom I'd give my life for all. Mm. My theory is that the left does not want to go down the impeachment orange man bad road, but their handlers from the governments that own them are forcing them. Thoughts? Thanks again. Blonde, congrats on the baby. Thank you so much. Um, I don't know. who. What was it? Al Green that said that had that candid moment where he's like, we have to impeach him because maybe he's going to win. Yeah. And Adam Schiff basically said a a variant of that on Tuesday. I think this is a big Hail Mary. And that's why Nancy Pelosi is kind of shifted. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is the handler. Like, like who? I think this thing could be, uh, there are reports out now. There are something like 10 
moderate uh, red state or kind of purple district Democrats who are like, yeah, we should have just done the censor censure thing. We should have yeah. just said bad Trump slap on the wrist and moved on. Yeah. Ten, I, 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 the, we mentioned the math on Sunday. It's something like 17, 18, 19 she can lose. It's creeping up there, man. If if they don't get the votes, it's going to be hilarious. And it's no guarantee. Anyway, so that's not really the question, though. The, <laughs> yeah. the left does not want to go down the impeachment orange man bad road, but their handlers from government that own them are forcing them. I uh, yeah, I, I still get the sense that Nancy Pelosi has never been really all in on this. I think for I think there's somebody I know that's she. the question is about. Yeah, but who? who is pushing it? people, but I don't know. I mean, the squad has basically walked all over her all year. You had the Ilhan Omar thing. You had AOC. I'm not saying they're I behind this. I refuse to believe that AOC has any actual political power. She definitely walked all over Nancy Pelosi. I'm not saying she's behind impeachment, but I do get the sense that somebody, if you want to be cynical, you could say somebody's got dirt on Pelosi and she's been, you know, she's a puppet for someone else. Either that or she's maybe just a bad leader. But the thing is, she's not historically been a bad political leader. Yeah. That doesn't mean I agree with what she's done, but she de- she generally is good at getting pe- her people in line. That's why I'm surprised to see, one, her failing to make a solid impeachment case, and two, trotting this stuff out without clearly having the votes. This is sort of uncharacteristic of who of someone who, like her or not, is usually a savvy politician. Right. Um, okay, this is from David, a uh, different David. Uh, Matt, a response to your statement that you would not want to watch the birth of your child. I watched my son <laughs> enter this world. Viking fathers yeah. used to use their teeth to sever the umbilical cord. Point made. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, um, I know my dad severed mine, at least so the story goes, but he did not use his teeth. Uh, I'm what not saying I don't want to be there. I, of course I want to be there, and of course I will be there. I'm saying, like, I don't know that I just want to, like, get the full the full view. That's all I'm saying. I want my husband to stay up North because women very frequently get perineum tearing. And sometimes it'll tear right from your V to your A. And I do not want my husband to view my vagina any differently after the birth. I mean, and the other risk, like if I was going to do it, I would try to remain as stoic as possible. But if it's horrendous and you go like, Oh my God, then your wife's going to freak out. Yeah. That's not good. I think the proper the proper role for me. I'm not saying for everybody. I think I will be at at uh, my future wife's side in the role of comforter and supporter. I'm not there to. <laughs> I'm gonna have plenty of time with that baby. You know, I, I I don't need to see the full scene. I don't think. No, nobody really does. Like they offer you we'll um, a mirror, and I think I'm gonna be like, no, I don't want to see that. Uh, Chris M, my wife and I disagree on getting our daughters five and two ears pierced while they're young. What's your take on this? I mean, are you guys Mexican? Why would you do this? <laughs> Jesus, that's a lot of hate in that heart. Come on, have you ever seen a baby's ear pierced that wasn't at like somebody? Is that what some do Mexicans do? That daughter at her quinceañera or something like that? Is that the thing? Where uh, you know the harassment policy is rolling out today? You've already violated it. Is it the 10th already? It's the 11th. It's the 11th. Yeah, it rolled out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Chris um, M. I don't know. What's your last name? Chris M. I think that's stupid. Uh, why, why would you do it? Why? Um, I guess if <laughs> I don't know, maybe the wife wants it. Maybe the kids want it. I, I don't know. Um, is there 
I don't know. Is there an inherent wrong in that? Yeah, they're not consenting, and this cause arguably causes bodily harm. It's also very painful. Like, is is your stance no that reason. there should be no ear piercing till 18? Or what's the... Yeah, or like at least... At least like 13. 18 is kind of arbitrary, but like until you're in, you're more in the reasonable decision. What, um, how common is it for women not to get their ears pierced? Is there, uh, is it like a even split? I mean, I feel like almost every woman I know has pierced ears. Um, I did, but my dad pierced them hmm. and I was probably like 15. Okay. Uh, I wonder what the stances are. He says, my wife and I disagree. So I, I assume maybe the wife is pro and the husband is not, but I, I, I can't know. imagine why a man would care about this. So uh, I if you're, if you're protection, if you're protectionist about your daughters, I don't know, maybe I was younger than 13. I can't remember, but five and two is too young. All right. Do, do you, do you remember what like a, the average 13 is 13 year old is like, what about like, 11 or 12 I, I don't i don't know age of consent that's it uh um, this is mike yeah i'm just gonna read all these sorry uh did you see that in virginia a county sheriff publicly stated that he will deputies thousands as auxiliary deputies deputies maybe yeah oh yeah clearly uh i'm retarded uh thousands as auxiliary uh deputies to preserve their second amendment rights if the proposed legislation goes through Another county is forming a militia. What are your thoughts on the state of the second in VA and what should the people do to protect their rights? This is a Mac. Uh, as far as I understand it, I have no problem with what's going on. I have no problem with communities organizing and forming their own force to say to what would be a force arriving upon them to violate their rights, illegitimate aggression presented to them. I have no problem with that whatsoever. I do have a problem if they're being aggressors, of course, but I've seen no evidence that they are. So if, if this was happening in my state and um, the Capitol here was saying we're going to or potentially going to uh, go door to door and violate people's rights and steal their property. Um, yeah, I, I certainly would want my my neighbors to be organized to defend against that threat and i have no issue with people who are doing that and that's the one silver lining of what's coming out of virginia is you have a hell of a lot of people drawing a line in the sand and saying my rights will not be violated and you will not confiscate my property yeah that's the line that we've been talking about on this show all the time and i i consider what they're doing to be an act of self-defense those are their natural rights those natural rights must be preserved morally you got to you got to defend against illegitimate aggression. And it sounds like what's going on in the state capitol in Virginia is illegitimate aggression. Yep. Uh, Retro Robot Radio. Um, some conservatives have recently argued against the porn industry being legal because they might use illegal labor, exploit workers. Yeah. So obviously we need to illegalize the farming, textile and construction industries too, right? They use so much illegal labor, labor and exploit workers. We spent so much time in the subject, I feel like. We kind of touched on it before. Yeah. I mean, that is to say, I think he, what he's getting at is, yes, if, if your issue is the exploitation if or people being forced to work against their consent, well, then that's the issue that you take on. Otherwise, to me, it seems I'm not saying it's exactly the same, but it does seem kind of akin to taking on the abortion debate by talking about rape and incest, for example. Well, really, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about a consensually conceived child and whether that child has a right to life. In this case, we're talking about a consent, an arrangement of consenting adults having sex and someone recording it and posting it on the internet. Chivalrous. 
have you heard of a town in South Africa called Orania? Is that the um the town that's like the white squatters camp, but it's run uh, impeccably? I'm, I might be wrong about this. Let me know in the live chat. Hmm. If so, would you consider naming your future settlement New Orania? I, <laughs> I've told everybody, but my husband has really put the kibosh on this. Um, dream is dead. The dream might just, be dead, yeah. Just give them a few more years until they... Uh jack your property rights or your property tax up like you know a million i don't percent know all the californians come in he's pretty old i don't think he's going to change his mind on this one all right well maybe i don't know um, maybe uh he and i can hang out and i'll change his mind <laughs> come on just let her just let him do the compound man i can't even change his mind on this um well yeah but you shouldn't happen. have the right to vote either so he also thinks that women should vote I know we we both we can Therein have a beer over our, our shared cuckery on the nineteenth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, thoughts on Miss South Africa beating Miss Puerto Rico in, in the Miss Universe pageant. Pageants are so stupid and gay. But I, mean, I heard that like all average-looking black chicks won this year because of like black girl magic or something like that. I Whatever. I have no knowledge of this. Um. Lastly, any speculation on pending Boar Boogaloo? Um. I've just been waiting for it to happen for years. I haven't heard much out of South Africa for a while. Is yeah. uh, I, I, I don't know about, much about what's going on there. Is there still a lot of violence and tension and all oh, yeah. that? Yeah, of course. Mm. Um, Simon Rochi emailed me a few months back. I should respond to him. Have him on my channel. Uh, Patrick says, so Greta Thunderbird was just named Times Person of the Year. So I was wondering if you could pick your Time Person of the Year. Who would it be? Personally, I go for Hong Kong protesters or Winnie the Pooh from China since they've been making all the headlines this year. Time person of the year. Was Nicholas Sandman this year? I was going to say, I was going to go that route. Like, do I want to be tongue in cheek or serious? Uh, Nick Sandman was an important cultural figure. Uh, the Hong Kong protesters are a great pick if you want to be uh, sincere. Uh, tongue in cheek, like Jussie Smollett, that would be a fun pick. Andrew Ang. Um, 29. <laughs> is, is that your mom's pick, maybe? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think who I would pick on sincere terms. Dan Bongino and from the live chat. That's a good one. I mean, uh, like who in conservative libertarian circles made big time waves this year? Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes for time person of the year. Did did you see what clip they used of him in the 60 minutes? (laughs) Yeah. It was so funny. And and (laughs) worthwhile to call for slash participate in a one day boycott of YouTube over the new rules, December 21st, not a Sunday. Ask your fountain pen people, audience, please. Dryden, Waterman, or Wordsworth. I don't know what any of that means. Um, I don't know what any of this means. I'm not going to do a boycott. I'm not going to do that either. No, I mean, boy, YouTube is a sinking ship and I'm just the, it's the Titanic and we're just going to violin our way down. Like I'm not, I I don't think it's salvageable through protests or anything like that. Yeah. Um, Oh, that was the last one. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Streamlabs. We got Phil who says um, every family has a different way of doing things from how they celebrate Christmas to mowing the yard, et cetera. Now extend that out to nations we develop in different parts of the globe. Forcing us to mingle is only going to end in disaster. I don't think that's unreasonable. Uh, let's see what else we got. Over, I got to refresh here. Let's see. Uh, Thomas Steen. Oh, wait, no. Phil also says, if Pinochet had worried about the process, Chile would have gone the route of Cuba. Uh, <laughs> I 
it's always an argument for the helicopters. Sure. Thomas Steen says, uh, how do you get on the call-in list? Just jump in the waiting rooms. Uh, there were like six or seven people when I jumped in. I saw, well, I'm going to ask about natural rights, though, probably for the best. Um, yes, you have to. Unfortunately, given the demand, you pretty much have to be in there right before we go live, 10 minutes before. And yeah. Everybody's, everybody's on it. But yes, uh, just hop in the Discord server and, and use the roll call, uh, the roll call uh, portion of the server. Wrangle Frankel says, Blonde, get in touch with me, please. Too bad you just missed my call, man, but maybe next time... Being that you're engaged, Matt, I'm sure you have gone shooting with your fiance. What's uh, what's his favorite gun to shoot and why? Hilarious. Uh, she really likes the CZ Scorpion that I have. Uh, that's probably the probably her pick. We have a lot of fun with uh, with uh, an AR pistol as well, a ten and a half inch AR pistol. But it, and and my twenty two AR also. Anything that's like smaller shorter easier to shoot she doesn't enjoy larger calibers of course uh she's afraid of shotguns at least uh buckshot 12 gauge buckshot for sure so uh smaller guns smaller calibers and yeah she enjoys shooting and i even when uh, i even got her to uh get her concealed carry permit and and all that stuff so she's she's good to go are you done yep okay who was the last one i remember should have been doing this, but instead I was texting your woman. Uh, v Kangs. Uh, Big Bear's D-Lo. wife is pregnant. Was... That's right. Uh, oh, yeah. J- Jason Bolt says, Blonde, keep coming back. Yeah, it works if you work it. Um, Chaos Learland. Thanks, Blonde, for mentioning sperm quality decreasing with age. Pure correlation, but my dad was 48 when I was born with a bunch of small holes in my body, including in my heart and lungs. Yeah, it's really, it's really bad for um, miscarriage risk, especially. I think that if the man's above 40, it doubles your miscarriage risk. If he's above 50, it triples. Um, John Martin, seriously, you guys have been a bright spot in the lives of many people, including myself. You've helped keep me sane more than you know. Love you guys and the work you do. God bless you and your families. Thank you so well, much. Well, thank you. Very kind. Appreciate it. And thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Kevin Flanagan, don't tell me what to do. I'll use whatever slurs I want, you potato mouth herring merchant culturally seducing cuckold scando that's pretty good <laughs> culturally seduce what does that even mean i don't know i i that one's gonna you're gonna have to explain that one to me i don't know um no live chat it's not it's uh not only true for women it's um it's true of male sperm yeah hmm uh, mandatory carry. The only thing necessary for triumph of evil was that good men do nothing. He says, E. Burke, isn't that misattributed to um, Winston Churchill? I've heard it attributed to MLK. Mm. But I think it's one of those quotes that's like, you know, just put Abraham Lincoln behind it and call it good. Uh, David Fox says, Blonde, please do more art comparison analysis videos. I love your takedown of postmodern garbage. Maybe branch out to architecture too. Okay, David. Uh, thank you for that. Lapco92 on religion and science. You can consider it as studying God's creation or the methods he put in place to form creation. They're not exclusive. Hmm. Um, imperious artifact. My gift to all new moms is cymethicone drops. I don't know what that is, but I'll Google it. Uh, Jet Jones, the proposed hate speech laws in Ireland are based on perception, feelings. It's terrifying and supported by the media. You're lucky to have the First Amendment. Um, For now, just wait till they pack the court and the Constitution becomes what they say it is. 
Seagram's Jen, if you want a solid exploration of a Christian perspective, I would recommend William Lane Craig. His YouTube channel is called Reasonable Faith. Hmm. Beaner8127. I thought the caller who lost his wife was going to end with a fountain pen joke. I'm a horrible person. No, <laughs> it's they've primed us for that. It's not your fault. Yeah. No, you, you, you could tell. Um, yeah, you could tell right away he was sincere, too. Um, Kevin Flanagan, culture was not only preserved but revitalized in 1930s Germany despite the three most powerful empires in the world conspiring to crush them, you Spurg. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think it... <laughs> difference of opinion, I'm not convinced that it went particularly well. <laughs> but das Pooch. Some mistakes maybe were made. Uh, be it stubbornness or a naivete, Matt, you need to let go of free society being great. It's not. It's doomed to fail. People choose vice because they're weak and without coercion. Can't do what's right. It's human nature. Get over it i disagree i disagree but i invite one successful authoritarian state one case in the world where authoritarianism has proven more successful than freedom the all of the modern all of the modernity we enjoy yes freedom does come with messy downsides but the upside is all the innovation that has made the world what it is today Josiah Lott, stop straw man, Matt. Porn ban is a good idea uh, that the government fails to protect is a lie. Look at what values the government pushes and tell me they aren't starting to penetrate. Yeah, that's penetrate. wrong. The government shouldn't be pushing those values. That's the point. It's not, while they're pushing wrong values, they should push the right ones. No, the point is that government sucks at pushing values. It doesn't work. Um, Marbo 93, the role of government should primarily belong uh, in the public square, though I acknowledge porn sinful nature. I'm hesitant about banning its private consumption because it requires invasive government surveillance into the private sphere. Yeah, there's that angle on it, too. He also said, and to blonde's credit, unless we reestablish Catholic theocracy, which I would be in favor of, I, favor of, I simply don't trust uh, today's secular government to not abuse that power they already do. That is what, what my hang-up is about this. If I had a government that was Christian or that I could trust, perhaps. Josiah well, Lott. But that's the other angle is like, what is the properly Christian government? The appropriately How? Catholic end of list. I mean, um, you just want a, a pure theocracy in which the Catholic Church, you want the Pope, you want Francis to tell us what to do? No. I mean, he sucks too. He sucks a lot. It would have to be like a pre-Vatican II style Catholicism. I mean, that, but that's the thing is... It's it's always going to become corrupted. Power like that always corrupts. Power does corrupt. Um, Abed says, shame about the show. I was going to talk about my experience in sexual development as someone who started at a very young age. Maybe next week. Yeah, call in next week. Sure. Yeah, sorry we, sorry we missed you, man. That's, uh, you know, we got we got bogged down. But uh, you can also send me an email, too, if that works. Oh, das- and don't, and before we forget, we had an email video question, too, right? Oh, yeah. Let's do that after we're done with Super Chat here. Okay. Um, Das Rheingold, great. Now that Jews are considered a race, let's add them to our diversity quotas. Now maybe we can get 1% Jews in Harvard and 60% white people instead of the other ways around. Uh, the other way around. Um, no comment. Uh, locks are masculine objects. Blonde, my wife had a fourth degree oof, with our first, but I didn't really look at it. We've had two more, so needless to say, I don't see her any differently. Hmm. It just says, I don't her any differently. So I hope that that meant that you meant to say i don't see her any differently like fourth sure. degree tearing is um it's really really bad i'm sorry dude and lady uh darlene kate's multiple dams have said if he is reelected, they will impeach again or they can impeach as many times as they want i think they forget that all house seats are up for re-election too 
they may not be the majority after 2020. It's true. Don't count out another investigation this spring. Just make up something else and do another it's investigation. It's going to keep happening. Rainier Chen, my sis working for Planned Parenthood told me she supports banning porn. She said it made her wife excited and she just does not want to do want, want it. I told her to show her wife news instead, but somehow the impeachment news made it worse. Yikes. <laughs> uh, quantum football. Did Matt forget that the Ukrainians were also giving bribes to Paul Pelosi in order to hunt to in, in addition to Hunter Biden and the Kerry kid? Of course, they have dirt on Pelosi. Uh, um, yeah, but I guess the question is, why would that make Pelosi go down the impeachment route? I'm not saying nobody has dirt on Pelosi. I, 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 I would need to know what would the dirt be that would make her take this route? Like, why would the, why would the Ukrainians do that in this case? Yeah. Uh, last one is Thomas Stein. I didn't even realize there was a roll call. Me dumb. <laughs> now, it's not the most uh, obvious and intuitive system. It's just the best system for getting a whole bunch of randos on the internet able to talk to us on a moment's notice. So, you know, if, once you've done it a couple of times, you get it. But if you're entering fresh, it's not super easy. Um, over on DLive, <laughs> this username, how'd that get in my butt? <laughs> Happy holidays. And by holiday, I mean Christmas. Well, thank you. You as well. I think we're clear there. Um, he is also tonight's top contributor. Thanks for supporting the show as well. It's Darth Jones and Lab Max. Appreciate it, guys. And we had this from Emily in Florida sent us a video submission. So as a reminder, if you'd like to do an email question but do it in video form, we can play the audio on the show. Oh, Just upload that. it unlisted to YouTube and send us the link, and we'll play the audio and respond to it. Try to keep it to a minute or less. That helps us keep the show manageable. But it's, it's our fault anyway because right? we talk 10 minutes about porn. Yeah. So here's uh, here's Emily in Florida. Hey, y'all. Emily Gostin in Florida. Hope you're doing well. Blonde, congratulations. Lots and lots, Matt. Hi. Uh, so here's my question. My father's been encouraging me to run for political Do you not have it? Of course, it? I say no, no and hell no. Should I reload this? But you might have to relay it to me. Reload. Reload. Is there... Oh, you! I'm playing in, the Sonoran promo. No, I'm in. Uh, I'm in Sounders, not Clips. Oh, whoops. Okay, sorry. Let me. She's uh, TLDR. She said, "Congratulations to you." Oh, thank you. Now we're getting to the question. All right. I did think of a platform, and I'd like to know if you guys will support me in my run for insert local office here. It's called the 1919 Plan, and the idea is to bring America back to 1919. The two main platform planks. Number one, women should be married at 19 instead of going to college. And number two, repeal the 19th, 1919. So my question is, would y'all support me in my run? Hope you're doing great. Love you guys. Bye. Uh, are we talking about arranged marriages? Is that? That sounds awesome. I would have had 10 this. more years of baby making. Uh, yeah, that sounds great. Um, I, it's, how do I, do I take this totally tongue in cheek? Do I say, oh, I'm, this is a violation of my principles. Uh, the tr the truth of what she's saying is that that we have abandoned uh culturally as a society at least what the role that that makes women happiest and the role that produces the best families yeah and and all of that obviously seriously speaking i'm not in favor of forcing anyone to do any of these things but if if the if your general aim is to stop the lie that women will find fulfillment by being single career women till their 40s drinking costco wine and petting their cats yeah absolutely i'm on board with that that's really depressing i, yeah. I have no idea if she's totally sincere about a political run or not <laughs> uh, <laughs> who knows 
But would I support a woman because she has an anti-female platform? That's probably. a good question. I probably would. I vote for be... Ann Coulter. Would you vote for Ann Coulter childless. just generally? Yeah. Regardless of her. Uh, Ann Coulter probably cucks on the 19th. Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. I, I doubt it. Has anyone ever asked her? Maybe she doesn't. I don't know. I kind of feel like she doesn't. Hmm. She doesn't cuck on much, does she? Uh, seriously speaking, let us know, Emily, if you're if you're just speaking jokingly or tongue in cheek, or if you're if you're actually thinking about a run for office. Because I I don't I honestly have no idea how to interpret it. I don't know if it's a gag, or I don't know if she's serious. Live chat saying Ann Coulter is for repealing the nineteenth. God, I love her. Really? I guess I have seen some like jokey tweets of hers, but I've never heard a sincere statement. I wonder, how, I wonder how serious he is. I should look into this now. Uh, okay. Well, we will, of course, be back on Sunday. Um, I don't know what we're going to talk about. Did you see um, Owen Schroyer disrupting Nadler at the MP? Yeah, good for him. And pulling off Monday. a beard. I saw, I saw it live Monday morning on the news, and it was they didn't get a close-up look at him, but I, I thought, I know that voice, and I know that beard. That's Owen Schroyer from InfoWars. And uh, lo and behold, it turned out to be true. So... Maybe we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the shooting in Jersey City. That was crazy, too. I don't even understand it. All right. Well, we'll understand it by then. See you then. Very good.